Camurray. Soaking a sweat. Oh, because that could easily be an actual like cut from a track from the nineties house house music. My uh, my my uh, most recent thing is sweat. I think I'm gonna sweat. Oh, flex! I think I got a flex. And just doing that over and over again. Or I was talking about sweating, filling uh, filling my girlfriend's coffee mug, favorite mug up with sweat, and uh, like just filling all sorts of things up with sweat. Uh, welcome to episode 184 of the Games Gonna Ride podcast. We're going to fill it up with sweat. Oh, God, I'm just making me want to flex. Ah, we're here with Matt Hazlett. What's up? And Mike Bredit. Hello. Um. Yeah. Bad boys in the booth. Uh. It is May second, Cinco de Mayo, and uh, we're <laughs> here to talk about video games. The lockdown continues. We don't need to talk about that. Uh. Because everyone on every podcast is talking about that. And uh, right. It's kind of I'm kind of over talking about it. I don't even check the news anymore. Yeah, and also it like doesn't. But my life is like still the same. So, yeah, basically. Um, I I just going to the store is more of a hassle. Is basically um, where I'm at. Going to the store is more of a hassle. I can't have band practice, and we have to do podcast over Discord. Other than that, my life is exactly the same. Yeah, there's no there's no sports for me, and there's no going to the gym, and I don't get new comics. Uh, but I'm reading plenty of old comics that are new to me, and so I still get that. Um, I'm basically just exercising way less and uh, not having to justify spending many hours indoors on the couch, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, so where were we? Yeah, um, the, the world's crap. Anyways, uh, video games. So <laughs> I actually went from not having a lot of video games to talk about to having a pretty decent slate of video games to talk about. Um, uh, how many games you guys got this week? Uh, three. But three, three. Yeah, yeah I'd say three that I'd be interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll kick things off here. 
with a, a few to just get out of the way. Um, I'm having a lot of issues with my Xbox One X. It uh, took a dump last week. I fixed it, had no problems during the entire week, and then it took another dump yesterday. And just now, for the first time, I'm um, playing it today, and games are working on it. Uh, but I only installed three games because uh, what's the point? I think there's some intermittent hardware issue uh, that happens on startup. And uh, yeah, so um, I was playing 2K20 on that. And uh, that game is bullshit. Uh, it cheats way more than 2K19. Um, the player collision problems uh, have gotten really annoying. And I had a game where uh, the Greek freak just like destroyed me, but then also another uh, player on the team destroyed me. And they both had over 20 rebounds each, which is just pure insanity in a basketball level. Um, uh, I still liked it, but uh, it's it's like Mario Kart with the rubber banding. Uh, it just decides. Like I turned up, I was counter cheating. I turned up my like three point percentage all the way up because I was like, "Fuck you, you're cheating." And I still won <laughs> won a game in overtime by two points. I was cheating. It was cheating. It's like we both knew. It's like I was in the room, like looking at a man. Yeah, you like, stacked stacked the deck against it and still barely came out alive. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's dumb. And then I played more Kentucky Route Zero. I played the interstitial act and, uh, well, interstitial thing between acts. That's like a, it was like a play. The first one was different from the second one. The first one was an art gallery. The second one was like a theater play being performed and it had like four acts. And you can just like idly watch all the dialogue in this barroom scene. Or you can button through it. And uh, it was okay. Act 2 was pretty underwhelming. So um, then my Xbox broke. And uh, I put both those games back on the Xbox uh, with Frostpunk, which I fucked around with a little bit more. But I'm sort of uh, reticent to play much of anything that I'll enjoy on the Xbox uh, while uh, it's in a state of constant... um, disrepair and and then seemingly fine so um i'm gonna probably focus on the other shit that i've been playing uh this upcoming week oh yeah xbox problems are uh it's a bad time to have xbox problems because uh there's nowhere to trade it in when i do have it working and there's no way of knowing when the next xbox is happening uh because they haven't said shit and they may not say shit because it seems like at this point both of them are playing like who's who's going to go first and uh, they could both uh, wind up in next year if they just both agreed to do that but it seems like that's not going to happen I don't know it just seems so stupid that you can't just change the hard like it, they make it a whole thing to change the hard drive like yeah it looks like a real pain in the ass and I can't be certain that that's what it is but it does appear to be the problem I would like. But if it was easy to change the hard drive, you could just swap it out and give it a shot. You know what I mean? But oh yeah, if it was like doing it on the PlayStation, it would be done in right. An hour. Yeah, yeah, it would have already done it. It's super easy to just swap the hard drive out. Like they have to know that. Like maybe they do that because they bank on making a certain amount of money from people like you having to pay two hundred and fifty dollars to get their hard drive replaced. Yeah, I don't know because it's the internal hard drive, so I don't. I don't 
think that's when they they were the first to have the external hard drive support, and so I I don't think they just banked on there being uh any internal issues the way there is, but uh seems to be not too uncommon a problem because I saw a bunch of people talking about it online. So um, I, yeah, I it's saw, just crap. I saw I saw one thread. It was from when the system first came out. And there was a dude that had it happen. He had he got a Scorpio edition on launch or whatever. And yeah, that happened. He replaced it, and then it happened again, and then he replaced it a third time before he got one that worked. And that was like, yeah, came out. I was like, holy shit, dude. What's ultra lame is that it's two hundred fifty dollars to just send it in, and you have to pay up front. And then uh, also, it's only a year and a half old, so it's it's like six months out of warranty. It's pretty crap. Uh, yeah, usually yeah. I buy extended warranties, but I just so happen to not do that this generation of consoles for either of them. So that's just such a bummer. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Like, I mean, that's like that's like the new like good Xbox. You know what I mean? It's not like you have yeah. a launch. Like our my launch PlayStation still works. You know, like it's loud as fuck, but it still works. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys? Have bad luck with anything though. Right, yeah, you had a brand new PC that was boned, so... Yeah, I had a, a graphics card die, and then uh, I was having some electrical issues with it after that. I, I don't I don't even know what was wrong with it, but... Um, I had, the, like, this weird, awful tech moment, because this entire thing got set off because I tried to restart my Xbox because the fucking DC Universe app wasn't working, because I wanted to watch the Swamp thing. <laughs> So, so uh, I restarted my it's Xbox. A depressing and it, chain of events. Yes, and it killed it. But before I restart, like after it killed it, I was like, "Oh well, I can use this app on my phone and Chromecast to my TV." But the Chromecast, like built-in TV stuff, doesn't support the soundbar that's plugged right into my TV. So I had to use an app to get on my phone to turn my TV speakers on, and then turn off my soundbar. And then once it was playing off the app it looked like shit. And so <laughs> it's just like really uh, mad. I was just I, like, I was like, I guess I'll try to fix the Xbox because I'm really mad and too mad to do anything else and watch this maybe not even good show. Dude, I had a, so I bought a wireless keyboard and I know how it's supposed to like feel because it's basically the exact same keyboard I had, but the wireless version. And uh, the shift key had like a weird click to it that I could feel and hear. And, like, you use the shift key, like, in everything, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's the sprint button. So, like, um, I was like, fuck this. So I just, I, I would have gone, like, to try to exchange it or something. But since the way the world is right now, I, just, I ordered it at bestbuy.com. So I just ordered a brand new one because um, then I can just return the one that doesn't work to Best Buy and be done with it. Um, but having to go through, like... Corsair doesn't plan on you having to exchange their keyboard. So like trying to pair that to my computer, because I already had the initial one paired to it. Like I had to like uninstall the software for it. And like, it took me like 20 minutes to figure out how to just pair this thing to the dongle that came with it because, or no, what I ended up having to do, I couldn't use the old dongle. I had to, I had to take that out and use the dongle from the new one because it had like, the driver update on it or something. I don't know, but it was just like this whole thing. And it's like, nobody at Corsair considered the fact that one of their keyboards wouldn't work and somebody would have to order a replacement. Like there's no, there's no information about how to do this. 
Yeah, it sounds like, but, uh, yeah, I had some other technical crap that, uh, I will divulge into later. Um, which one of you would like to go first or second, I guess. Next. Which you, one? You can go, Matt. Uh, I played, played, I've been playing a little bit of Doom here and there. I did, um. Oh, yes, Doom Eternal. I finished the Gore Nest and then did the level after that, I believe. I just finished that today because the levels are super fucking long. They are. Um, so I'll I'll play like a half hour of or forty minutes of a level and then like um you know, maybe move on to something else. So but I only play it a couple times a week. Um but I yeah, I finished the level after the Gore Nest today and that game's still fun. Um but I'm playing on easy and uh I feel like if I tried to if I actually went back because I, I thought I had I've been playing the first level on the normal difficulty again, and uh, I died at the first fucking Arachnotron you face because I ran out of ammo. So it's just, I think I just don't like the decision to make it so that like you run out of ammo like, yeah. all the time in that game. Yeah, it like feels like antithetical to to like what I like about Doom, which is just like shooting stuff. And if I constantly like every five shots have to be like, oh shit, I need to farm ammo, like. Yeah, I've played some of that before the Xbox problems also, but not enough to really speak on it. But I, it was the first time I was in the Gore Nest, and I, I, I got like partway through it, and I was like, I'm not really having fun. And I still haven't cranked the difficulty down, but I didn't, I really didn't like how that level was set up because it like gates areas off, and you have to find the like correct cards to get through these certain gates. And uh, yeah, I wasn't <laughs> feeling it. Yeah, and so they yeah. they like throw other shit in the middle of it. They're like, they're like, oh, here's this fucking other type of fight that you can do now. And it's just like, I what? How are we still introducing shit? Like, what? We're, I'm like six hours into this game. What the fuck are oh, we dude, doing? Oh, dude, they're they're still gonna introduce more. Like, it gets yeah. Like, um, That's like become a pet peeve of mine. Is like, fifteen hours into a game, they're like, how about this? It's like, no. Nah, well, that's how. I it kind don't of want that. Like, with where I am in the game just now, the boss at the end of the level I just did at the UAC is, and I guess he becomes a regular enemy after this. Cause you know, of course he does, but uh, he is called the Marauder and he's like, like a humanoid, like kind of looks like the doom slayer, but he has like a big ax and a, and a shield. It can pop up and he summons a wolf dog. And his thing is like, if you try to shoot him from long, from, not anything longer than mid range. He blocks anything you shoot at him. And then if you get close to him, he has a super shotgun that he'll fuck you up with. Um, so, and if you're long range, not only can he block all your shots, but he throws these, like shoots these projectiles with his ax at you that fuck you up. So you have to constantly make sure that you're within mid range of him for him to, he does this attack where his eyes flash green for like a split second. And it makes like a ching, like a metal sound. And you have to shoot him right when that happens or else you can't do any damage to him. So what you're doing is like focusing on whatever the fuck is going on around you while at the same time having to constantly kite him around and make sure you're the exact right distance between them, between you and him, or else you'll just fucking die and you can't damage him. And But also he can close any gap between you because he can dash and double dash just like you can. So like... And and then he's constantly he can he never ha- he doesn't have cooldowns for it he can just constantly summon this dog this like ghost dog that runs at you and 
it's just the biggest fucking pain in the ass. It's like that game is already so overwhelming. And then they add an enemy that you have to divert a hundred percent of your attention to. And he takes like five minutes to kill. And it's a little bit too much. Even on, I died like four or five times on that boss on easy mode, just trying to get through it. It's so ridiculous. Uh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. Um, yeah. And then I, I know fun. And and when I fought him, it, there was just like low level grunts spawning to like farm ammo or whatever and health, and then uh, his dog. And then I know he shows up. I've seen people saying he shows up later as like a common enemy. So like you'll have a ton of shit going on and have to fight that guy at the same time. And it just sounds bad. Like I'm I don't know if I'm even gonna finish this game on easy. I, I and you know I'm not great at video games and but I can get through most of them fine. But this is just like. Well, yeah, the, there's a total difference in, like, you're competent at video games. You're able to play games, like... Yeah, I feel I feel like... It's so ridiculous. I feel like they just didn't make this game for me. They made this game for people that love, like, Dark Souls, like, die over and over again, memorize patterns kind of shit, whereas, like... But Doom 2016 was just, like, a competent, like... It was just, like, a, a really good game. <laughs> <laughs> and this yeah. isn't bad. <laughs> yeah, and, and this one's like they tried to make Doom, like Devil May Cry and like Sekiro or something at the same time. It's just like I, I don't know. I, I think the people, the developers and shit, they're so close to it that they like they're like, yeah, this is fucking awesome because they're they've been playing it for the past four years. They've been working on it or whatever. But you know, and then the hardcore, you know, people that play fucking crazy amount of video games are like love it or whatever but i feel like you know even any of us who gaming is our main hobby and shit and we have been doing it for years and years and if we're like man i don't know this shit is fucking too much like i don't maybe we're too old maybe you need to have more time so that you can sit there and fucking die 30 times every encounter and get through it but like i don't that's not fun to me no that sucks um yeah i i don't know they've uh they made some decisions that uh, they really stuck to for that game, and I feel like who a lot knows of it, why, but it's I feel like a lot of it is that I'm older. Like you need to have such perfect response time at a certain point in that game where it's like you have to immediately recognize when you need to use the flamethrower. You have to immediately recognize when you need to, like you need to immediately know when to do all of your shit that farms resources. So you're juggling farming your health, farming your ammo, and farming your armor. At the same time, you also have to be like hyper precise and hit enemy weak spots and prioritize enemies in the right way. It like it wants you to spin like 15 plates at once while you're playing it. Yeah, I mean that's but that's like the consensus opinion on it is like that it's there's way too much bullshit going on in Doom Eternal. So, or, oh, or has that least... been like kind of the opinion of it? Well, so, that, that's at least what I. Some people love it, though. Some people, are like, yeah. Some people love it, but I mean, now I guess it's there's just too many games. Like everyone's got an audience for it. Like that, it probably does appeal to a certain, maybe a, a demographic they were going after, even. But yeah. I, I just, I don't even, I don't want to touch that. And it's, it's definitely not a proper successor to Doom 2016. Like it's, it's more like Twitch shooter based, mm-hmm. like response based. Yeah, like it, it looks like for for people who are like. Oh yeah, I play shooters online all the time and I want a single player game that plays like a really intense multiplayer session. It's like that's not what I want. It's I don't know. It's just it's really not doing it. 
um, for me, but I'm, I'm not even really able to play it right now. So I, I thought about downloading it, and I still might, but I wasn't having that much fun with it the last time I played it. And so I'm not really in a rush to go back there. It kind of ruins the vibe because it's like the whole story is that you're the doom slayer, like this unstoppable fucking monster that like everybody respects and is scared of, you know? And then like, just like grunt demons can kill you in three hits. And it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the one game that should be the total fucking power fantasy. And they wouldn't made it like, well, watch out. You might get yeah, beat they- up. And then they did the like the control thing where like, there's like 15 different kinds of currencies for no reason and like, it's like yeah it's stupid it's really bloated and I keep it simple man and it's bloated in a way where it's like there is a bunch of cool shit you could play with but then the game is so hard that like why would I want to use these different runes when I'm just now starting to adjust to the ones that I have like if I and if I want to experiment I'm just gonna start dying more you know like yeah yeah. Totally. Um, yeah, I don't really have much else to add on it. I mean, I'm, I'll it, play it, it again. But it is it, fun. Like, I have fun when I'm playing it, but like, I definitely don't like it anywhere near as much as the the first game. Yeah, it's like it can be fun, but like, regardless of like age or whatever, like with reaction times and shit, like, uh, I would have thought this game was bullshit if I was younger. Anyways, like, I, I, it doesn't matter. It's it, to me, it's it's just like, oh, bad. Like, that's a bad decision. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's like, uh, oh, I died because I ran out of ammo. Well, you wouldn't have ran out of ammo if you used your chainsaw at the exact right time that the level dictates. Like, some of the shit is like you have to play the level a hundred percent a certain way. Like, yeah, certain enemies at the exact time using your cooldowns at the exact like as soon as an enemy spawns, you have to go chainsaw it or else you're not going to, you're going to run out of ammo and get killed by like the tougher enemy. Like, yeah, the, the intense fights in doom 2016 were like a playground of destruction. And this is like a, like a puzzle where there's only like really like two answers. <laughs> and so like you have to answer it those ways. Uh, otherwise you lose the puzzle. Like it just, yeah, it makes it seem like you have a lot of freedom because there's so much stuff you can do, but really you'll die over and over again until you do exactly what the game wants you to do. And so like, there's all these moves at your disposal, but you have to use them in the exact right order for each encounter or else you die. So like, it seems kind of, it seems like there's all this shit for no reason because at the end of the day, yeah, you have to do the same thing. They might as well just auto give you the health, you know? Yeah. And it just, as parts of it just don't feel good. Like swapping over the grenade in the middle of the fights. Like, dude, if I use the one fucking grenade and I'm out, like just just immediately give me the other fucking grenade. Like, what? What, yeah. what would be the harm in that? I, the, I don't. The swap grenade and the swap weapon mod is like so annoying because if you accidentally swap your weapon mod and then you switch to that weapon and realize that you have the wrong mod for the enemy's weak point you're trying to hit, then like you might just die. You know what I mean? Like if you yeah. don't have, if you don't have the um, explosive shot on the combat shotgun and there's like two caco demons, like. You you have to just retry the encounter again and make sure that you equip the right mod right away. Like, also, it'll never cycle you if you just use the weapon cycle button while you're in the intense mode. It'll never cycle you to the super shotgun. It'll cycle you to the combat shotgun, and then you'll use all the combat shotgun ammo, which is shared ammo with the super shotgun. So, like, if I want to use the super shotgun, it's the only weapon I have to manually select out of a fucking radial menu, and that's 
bullshit and like you know, like it's like one of the strongest weapons in the game and it's like well what if we just bypass it if you hit weapon swap and it's like well that sucks man like a lot like a lot of it is just like it ends up being, being like oh i think that sucks like i think you went with the worst choice See, and what are you supposed that- to do that's something where they like objectively made it worse for people playing with a controller. Cause I don't have that problem with the keyboard, um, but they should, you know, most, at least more than half of their audience is probably going to play it on console. So like you, you can't have it just work good on a keyboard. You know what I mean? Like I can, yeah. I can easily just hit like the two button and swap to the super shotgun. But like, if I couldn't do that, like fighting against the Marauder would literally like be, I wouldn't even want to do it because the way you have to, you basically have to use the super shotgun. And when his eyes turn green and he does that attack, you can like stun lock him and then switch to the ballista or whatever, and then get him. But like, if you're not doing that, like if you can't just like quick on the fly, switch between whatever weapon you want, because there's, and there's a delay when you hit the radio menu too. If the radio menu was instant, it probably wouldn't be an issue. But when you hit the radio menu, it's like a half a second where time keeps going at the same speed as you're incapacitated. And so like every time you bring that up, you're at a disadvantage, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just, um, it's like, oh, of course you didn't give me a break here. Like, <laughs> like, nope, this is Doom Eternal. Why would you expect them to do anything friendly to the player whatsoever? Just, yeah. Oh, it's, well. just, it's just too much, too much at once. I feel like you, and maybe this is just what they're going for. I feel like it's the kind of game that you have to play through it a couple times. And then like your third or fourth playthrough is when you're actually owning people. But like, there's too many games for that shit. You know? Yeah. I'll see if I get through it once at this point. So, uh, all right, Mike, uh, what you got? Ah, uh, I'm glad I didn't buy that game. Um, yeah, dude, you would be <laughs> so pissed at that game. I actually like after hearing you guys talk about it, uh, I then watched a couple of videos of people playing it. And I was like, this looks like a fucking what do they call those? I forget what they call it, the machines that you have to do everything precisely in one order for it to work out or whatever those. I forget what they're called. Like a Rube Goldberg uh-huh. machine. Exactly, that's it. Where I was just like, all right, spin around this to do this, and then a retraction here, and then duck, dive, dip, and then strafe at the exact same time. Got him. And it's just like, oh, I don't want to do that. That's exactly- well, those those machines. You only have to do one thing, and then they do the rest themselves. I guess in this in this instance, I am like entropy or physics and making everything work the way you it are the machine. It'd be like yeah. a, Rube, a Rube Goldberg machine, but you have to initiate each step of it yourself. And if you're even a split second off, then you have to start it all over again from the beginning. It's like if I were Rube Goldberg. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> stupid. Wait, there's okay. Um, I did get uh, Animal Crossing, and I'm playing that. Ah. So after hemming and hawing around for uh, a bit because of you know money and everything, um, I was like, eh, I should be good, and I want to play this. And everyone looks like they're having a good fun time. And uh, yes, indeed, I am uh, having a good fun time with it. So, um, tell me of your exploits, Gypsy. Uh, let's see. What I have three rooms in my home now. You start off with a tent, uh-huh. uh, and then you continue to upgrade and getting deeper and deeper into Tom Nook. Um, so I am. Th- I have three rooms and a fully formed home now, and I have paid down the that loan to. I think I own like a hundred, hundred and fifteen grand, somewhere around there. It's just uh, um, a number till your next loan. 
Yeah, that's all. And then each loan gets then you know succinct, but like they Man, get it's just like real life. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's just like what. It's not like, like how, when how will I be done. I it's be like for? it's uh, all right. When, when does the next fucking come? Yep. Uh, not to mention, I've also that now invested in some upgrades on the like a um, um, a staircase like to get to upper levels of it, so the whole island can enjoy that. Uh, I've invested in that, and that was another like hundred something thousand. Um, yeah, yeah bridges, I think I, bridges and shit. They're so expensive. Yeah, like the first bridge they give you for free to give you that sweet taste, uh, and then every other thing from there. So I got like a, I went with not the cheapest option, but like a lower end option where it's like a wooden staircase, kind of looks like what you'd see in a in a metro park or something like that. So pretty good there. I have um, four residents right now. Okay, I think it ran. I think it gives you random because pe- I think there's like the same people, but they rotate in and out, and I think it gives you random ones um to each person just like it starts off with every like you get a random fruit at the beginning and all that shit um so i've got bill who's a duck and he's into fitness um i've got diva who's some sort of purple thing uh she said she wanted to move and i told her she should so hopefully she'll be out because she's pretty boring um i've got goldie who's a dog and uh I actually have five residents. I just got another duck who is Italian. Ah. Uh, and he says buongiorno all the time. Um, so, yeah. And then I'm just, you know, doing doing the thing. Planting crops and building shit and decorating my home. Um, I have a garden outside. I built, like, a community fountain. Um, I give gifts to the residents to make them happy. I accidentally re-gifted a gift to a guy that he gave me. Uh, <laughs> did he, he, come co- ah. he did. Um, not like rude, but he's just like, wow, this looks really familiar. And then I realized he had given me, uh, it was a rain hat, but he put it on anyway. Um, so he wasn't like a dick about it. He could have been, I deserved it, but um but yeah, that game is, it, it's good. It, it's def- I think it's definitely rough like i'll be honest with you the second day it kind of almost lost me with the walled off shit per day um because with so early on there's not that much to do so when it takes away like when it closes like a building for an entire day it walls off even more of what you already have limited access to Mm -hmm. um so it's kind of like you're like, oh, am I playing a fucking mobile game? Like, what is going on right now? Um, so it's kind of like, you know, I get, I, I understand that's a, a part of it and always has been, and I was like ready for it, but not quite as, I guess I wasn't prepared for as much as it was in the beginning. Um, you know, because video games used to, you're used to being like, all right, I can play this at 3 a.m. and it doesn't matter. Whereas that game, it's like, well, everything's closed. So. There's like no point to playing the game after a certain point, really, unless you like want to kind of like a, a reduced experience. Yeah, that was um, kind of the uh, what was it like the midnight release? <laughs> like, uh, it can't do anything; everything's closed. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, because like the shop doesn't open up until seven a.m. and then like uh, I think the museums open all the time, but other stuff like the people won't be wandering around. You don't have access to as much like creatures because like butterflies and stuff that's awake during the day are not out and all that kind of stuff um 
but it, otherwise, you know, it's fun. Um, my guy's wearing a do rag and a a cat uh, a shirt with a cat shooting lasers out of its eyes. So that's pretty. That's pretty fun. Um, yeah, but it's it is like I've never played one of these, and but I've always kind of known kind you know on the ancillary what it is. It's like one of these very cartoony, cutesy life simulators. It's kind of like The Sims without the sex and death. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's like, it is a game that like going, you know, when you start playing, you do get that little dopamine boost off of the dumbest shit, like putting up a carpet in your, in your house that looks really good or like organizing a room and getting a piece of furniture that kind of fits in with your, your motif. And you're like, Oh, I like that a lot. Um, so just stupid little stuff like that. But it's, uh, it's pretty fun. I, it does, there are days like lame enough where I'm like, waking up like oh good yes the uh the new wing of the museum is complete it's going to be a good day and then just cheesy shit like that but uh the museum but it's fun. it is great um and i love how the game does like little things that are kind of like clever um in a like the museum curator blathers hates bugs um but that is one of the wings of the museum mm-hmm. but like he it's actually really funny like because he just shit talks to bugs when he's explaining them to you if you want because he doesn't even want to explain he's like i don't want you don't want to hear about this disgusting bug do you and if you're like no i do want to hear about it he'll just talk about how they're like deceptive or dangerous or evil um and it's just a stupid little thing but it's pretty funny um but yeah the the museum's great i like digging up fossils i like shooting presents out of the sky yeah uh, that's, that's pretty gratifying. good gratifying yeah uh, you... i shot one in into a lake and lost it the other day so that or not even a lake but like the river mm-hmm. were you uh around for any of the easter stuff because did you get it just this last week or have you had it for like oh, i man. yeah i don't i was not around for the easter thing right oh, the okay. only of the events there was a mayday event on the first that they had like a special maze set up well actually i guess you got the ticket on the first but it's good until like next week and it has like a little puzzle maze you have to solve your way through um, I did that. Um, and then there's like right now there's like a spring event where like you get more nook miles events that pay a little more. Um, but the one thing I do like about this game, it, it doesn't seem like ridiculously restrictive with the currencies. Um, like I pay my debts off usually in a couple days. Um, and I'm sure it'll get worse as I go and there will be times where I'm like dragging ass to get it. But like kind of to get you into the rhythm of the game, it's a pretty satisfying like play loop. Um, and there's not too many con- currencies. There's just two, which compared to most games nowadays, I feel like is the normal amount. Um, you have like Nook Miles and then you have the Bells, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and I know that like there's a huge, I, I didn't realize this, but there's like a huge meta to this game about like how you can min-max some things and like triggering certain events at certain times and all this kind of crazy shit um so i haven't got to that level yet i'm really just passively playing it but i'm kind of interested in maybe looking into like how to get some certain like how to get some things uh along the way but i mean i, re- I really like it i think it's uh it is again uh of the most nintendo of nintendo games like this is their wheelhouse completely um but yeah it's it's fun so I'm glad I got it. Cool, cool. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a weird game to like try to rate 
because it's kind of just like this ongoing like oh hey this is stuff's going on like today and then it just kind of like drip feeds you everything yeah it's it is like the one thing i will say for it it does give you like an experience playing it unlike anything else because it is like uh well i guess there's quite a few games that have like dailies and weeklies uh, shit like yeah. that but like it's less of a it's more of an event type thing than it is like uh, an objective type it's not like you know today and get you know this many things it's more like oh steve's here today and steve yeah. sells shrubs it's like it's shrub day so stuff <laughs> like that and so like you know and uh, tomorrow is turnip day which turnips are like the big thing in this game because it's almost like a it's like a stock market type thing where you yeah. try to buy low and sell high and you have a limited time to sell them and all this stuff. So um, then you you can try to find other people's islands, which I've not gone to anyone else's island yet because, again, my switch is just. Uh, I don't like yeah. the Wi-Fi is, is something is something else. I'm not even going to go into the full breadth of it, but like it is. I I would love to like sit down with someone who knows like who repairs them or knows about it or something and be like why is it like this? Cuz I think mine is even worse cuz this has been a known issue I looked it up and it's a pretty like I guess the Wi-Fi antenna in it is pretty garbage anyway. But like it does a thing where it'll have two of the three bars are filled up and then it'll be like sorry you can't connect to the internet. So I don't I don't know what the fuck is wrong with it but so I haven't been doing much of the online aspect of it, which I know is a pretty can be a pretty lucrative part. But um, does, does it work well when you take it to your brothers or no? No, see, and that's what I, it's not even doing that now. It'll be like on it, it, it. I feel like what it does is once it does connect, it stays connected. Like it's almost like once it realizes that, like, oh, I have this healthy internet connection that obviously I should be able to connect to. It's fine, but I I, I can never get the exact thing to trigger it to catch that because there's some the other day i was sitting here in my room in the same place where it never works and it was just connected two out of three bars and it was just like normal healthy connection like everything else in in my room um and so i it's like i i think it just needs to catch it once it does it but i don't know it's just you know something to do with that fucking hardware but yeah the reoccurring theme here hardware issues uh, all right. All right. Yeah. Um, so speaking of hardware, I uh, got back to the PlayStation Three. Um, ah, yes. I booted up my PlayStation Three uh, a few weeks ago and uh, was just toying around on it. I played the entire uh, intro sequence of Skyrim on that, and then recreated the same character and did it on the PlayStation Four. And then I was like input swapping back and forth. And it's really not that crazy far off from the PlayStation 3 version. Um, I mean, some of it's probably the open world. And I guess that's kind of where, because I left off at the, uh, you know, once you get outside the cave, that's when I stopped double playing. And then I just went ahead and... uh, Stuck with a save on on PS5 or wow PS4, so I'm playing Skyrim on PS4, um, and I played about five hours of it, which is why I said PS5. Um, but yeah, it's uh, 
I, I found out that my PlayStation 3 uh, DualShock 3 that is brand new came with the PlayStation 3. The up button on the D-pad doesn't work. So brand new controller that's already malfunctioning. It's like they fucking pack those in with consoles these days. I swear every fucking controller I get with a system is like fucking cursed to be a piece of shit. Um, so I found out I could go ahead and uh, sync the uh, DualShock 4 up wirelessly now to a PS3. And so I did that. Um, so I guess I'll, I'll get rid of, into uh, Skyrim for a little bit. Um, I'm playing Skyrim because uh, why not? And right. and I'm playing a character who I've decided just to make a weirdo. Um, and only weirdo how like I'm playing. Like I am basically running away from most combat scenarios. And okay. I am using destruction magic and a bow, but no melee weapon. And uh I'm trying to sneak in, steal people's food, and leave most of the time. Um, and I'll loot other shit along the way, like valuables. But really, I'm all about the food. And uh, then I'm trying to find some salt piles and make soup. So I got okay. like... Yeah. No, this sounds about right. You're turning Skyrim into Animal Crossing. Yeah, basically. I got... Right now, let's see. What do I got on me? Six bowls of potato soup. Okay. I yeah. got a bunch of cabbage soup, and then oh, eleven bowls of cabbage soup, and then I'm due for a good soup run because I have a lot of food. <laughs> I'm hoarding food, but I'm out of salt, and you need salt to soup for everything. Um, yeah, and so um, gotta get some more salt for my soups. Um, I'm also wearing no armor. I'm wearing just robes, which I I don't count as armor. And so I'll I have robes. No, because in that game, robes don't give you any armor protection, right? It's literally just like aesthetic. I think it's a, yeah, it's a one it's or zero. Yeah, it's a it zero. Might, yeah. I think there's some. There might be some. I think they're even called like padded robes or something that give you one. Yeah, these ones I have zero. So, so I, I have a uh, robe, uh, hood, and I'm wearing boots and gauntlets. That's as much as I'll do. And uh, I get bossed on by a lot of shit. Most things, except for like skeevers and mud crabs and wolves. Um, but I am now touring uh, the open world of Skyrim and just going around to all the major cities. So I, that way I can unlock them as fast travel things. So I'm like literally running from like city to city. And um, so you've essentially, so you've made this Charlie Brown character that is just pathetic. Yeah, and I'm basically just running uh, to unlock all the cities so that way I can travel and trade and uh, get the salt for the soups basically uh, faster and faster. I'm playing without mods, but I did um, have a separate save from when I actually bought uh, the PS4 edition where I did enable mods, and I didn't really uh, think it was that. I mean, I didn't toy with them enough, um, but I did some YouTube dives into mods and um they disable all the trophies which makes sense because you can just enable cheats basically yeah because some of the mods are like making you like giant or invincible and shit like that yeah or like just auto maxing out everything and uh 
there's one where you can just like right out of the gate uh get fifty thousand gold um in a tree stump outside the cave so um stuff like that but um i did have it crash so it did uh they remastered that experience as well (laughs) Um, the perfect engineering of the experience yeah i got i got the ps4 crash screen instead of the ps3 crash screen so they did update that um and (laughs) other than that yeah i'm just kind of noodling around in fucking skyrim and being weird um staying at inns and resting a full eight hours to get the well-rested uh perk smart smart yeah so that's that with skyrim um and then uh the other ps3 game i played is a uh, kingdom of almalur reckoning so I, I i had wanted to play this game for a really long time and uh it was a ea published but not uh developed by it, the, the developer the developer is now defunct i think they went bankrupt from this game um because it didn't sell well at all but i always thought it was cool and it has art by uh todd mcfarlane he did like some of the uh, creature design and the story and game world uh were designed by the guy who wrote a bunch of forgotten realms novels that i already read so um i had that going for it and then the guy who was the lead designer designed uh Morrowind and Oblivion. So it's got a lot of uh talented folk behind it and uh uh I think it's a good game. I played almost 3 hours of it today. Um so what exactly what kind of game is it? It is a RPG, open world RPG. Uh but the battles play almost like a light action RPG, so kind of God of Warish um and it's actually the combat's really snappy um it's pretty impressive because they have like the basic setup is three different classes but you can reclass at any time almost um you can't respec but you can spec into each class so there's like the combat heavy class the arcane and then the rogue um and so like there's different mechanics for stealth and daggers and a bow and then uh, magic and spells, and then sword and shield and heavy armor and shit. Um, and I'm kind of playing like a more well-rounded. I'm kind of checking out uh, all there is to offer. But like, I'll like combo using the bow, like mid to short range in the middle of like throwing these dagger combos, and then throwing a spell in the middle of it, and it's super satisfying. Um, there is a thing called the reckoning mode and it's basically like your third meter because you have like your health, your mana, and then you have this like God mode that's reckoning mode that slowly builds up. And when you do that, um, like the world gets a weird purpley tint to it uh, and you fuck dudes up and they get stunned easily. And then a QTE will pop up on one guy as his like life is draining or whatever. And you'll like jam some like corporeal spear into his face um and it's cool um but i did um one of the side quests that was rather lengthy and some of the main quest and i like the art and look and even though it's on ps3 and it's probably running at like i don't know like 720p or whatever um and it's you know dated in some regards it uh, feels like a game I could easily uh, play the entirety of with a, with a DualShock 4. 
um, nice. in, in hand. So uh, I'm planning on playing a good deal more of that. Uh, I've been really fucking around with a bunch of RPGs uh, because I bought Pillars on my Mac, but I am so not acclimated to using mouse and keyboard that I was like, oh, I should really like sit down <laughs> and really learn where everything is on Pillars for me to like actually be able to play this game. And so today I felt more like a casual thing and I just booted that up on a whim and uh, was really happy to find out that uh, I liked it a lot. Yes, indeed. That's a great game. Kingdom, uh, Kingdoms of Amalur, good. Uh, Skyrim, good. And uh, Pillars, good. And uh, who knows, maybe I'll just uh, restart Persona 5 and The Witcher 3 while I'm at it uh, and just go RPG uh, stupid for the next several years. Might as well. RPG Yeah. What do you got, Matt? I played more Final Fantasy 7. I don't know what else to say about that. I think I'm like 20 hours into it or something. I'm like three quarters of the way through. It's good. I like it. Still uh, still giving you what, what you want out of it? I mean, still yeah. hasn't hit a, any weird grindy thing or felt stretched out because it's just Midgard or anything like that? No, I, I like it. Um, I haven't felt like playing it in a few days because I got to a point where I started a level that was like the sewers. And whenever I get to like the sewers in a game, I'm like, Ugh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I just, I mean, I'm sure it's fine, but as soon as, like, I played it for like three or four hours straight, and then, like, you like fall through this thing and you end up in the sewers. And I was like, okay, I'm going to stop here. The exception being uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4 Turtles in Time, where you go sewer surfing. That's pretty good sewer. Sure. Yeah. But uh, as far as like, you know, oh, we're walking around. Look, there's water down here. And like, oh, what kind of sewer monsters? And uh, I don't know. Sewer environments are always just like, here's a tunnel. There's other tunnel offshoots on. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know why anybody is like, yeah. And then we go to the sewers. Like, nobody wants to play <laughs> the sewers level. Like, it always is the same, right? It's like a, a yeah. Tunnel a tunnel with a bunch of other tunnels and like maybe some walkways, you know, <laughs> like it's just okay. Um, I don't, I, I can't really speak on it. Cause as soon as I got to the sewers, I, uh, I turned it off. But. Mm, I'm going to need a sewer update on the next one. I wasn't expecting the sewer heat, but now that I, now that you spell it out for me, like, yeah, there's way yeah. too many video game sewers. <laughs> yeah. There's like, <laughs> it's like the factory, the warehouse the sewers, like, I don't know, just like... It's like a water level. Yeah, it's just like, okay, well, I guess it's going to be brown for a while now. Like, um, I'm sure it's fine, I don't know. I, but I, that's where I stopped playing. That was last weekend, and uh, I don't know, I've been playing on my PC more. I haven't booted up my... Um, and besides that, I just, I've been playing some Overwatch, just because it's fun. Um, I don't know, that's basically it. Overwatch is still really good. And uh has it uh have they dropped a bunch of new shit since last you've been playing or have you been kind of periodically checking uh, in? There's like four new characters. Oh, okay. I've played it so it's it's kind of crazy um you know that's what that game is but I was just saying earlier to Abby I wish there was like a classic mode where you could just play with all the original characters cuz um there's a couple of the newer characters that are really annoying that I don't like, but um, it doesn't really hinder my, it's still fun to play. Like 
I played like three or four matches earlier today, and I was like, man, if uh, I could easily see myself like just spending the next four hours playing this game if I didn't have other things to do, you know? Yeah. So, you know, it just scratches that itch where it's just always fun. Like, I never booted up Overwatch and not had fun. Um, that's never happened to me, so. Yeah, some games are just like junk food for me, and that sounds like maybe that's one for you. Yeah, I, I, like I no matter what, I could like sit down and play Overwatch and like be content, you know. Yeah, the more more recently that Sky or not Sky, well, actually, yes, Skyrim, uh, but uh, Frostpunk has been that game where I was just like, oh, okay, because I think I wasn't going to mention it, but I did another uh, achievement run uh, in there, and I was just like. This is good. I de- I enjoy this. I enjoy lighting the furnace in the winter. And right. uh yeah, that's uh that's definitely the Magic the Gathering arena for me. Like just yeah. I can sit there and then sift through cards, look over strategies, fucking I have like 15 decks to switch between, so I can play like 14 games in a row like in a row without repeating a deck, so it's a pretty fresh thing like and then I can have some show on and or YouTube on in the background and kind of edge out is it so did they ever add for overwatch like is it is it still just like cosmetics and are are the paid for thing and then like they just roll out maps and characters that basically yeah that's been going so it has loot boxes so like there's tons of ways to earn loot boxes as you play the game oh that's right yeah you could also buy loot boxes but you kind of you don't really have to like um, p- just playing the game, you probably get a loot box like every I don't know, seven or eight matches, and then you can get three loot boxes per week from just playing arcade mode. Uh, and then there's, sometimes there's other little challenges that'll give you a loot box, like say if you want to play quick play, if you um, queue as a healer, you'll get a loot box for just playing as a healer. Or, um, you know, so there's so you can get like four or five loot boxes guaranteed for the week just by playing it. And then every time you level up, you get a loot box too. So however long it takes your progress bar to get to the next level, um, you know, you get a loot box. So I've, I've actually bought loot boxes in overwatch before um, just because sometimes they'll have, say it's the Halloween event or whatever. There's a skin you want or a couple skins you might want. Like, I'll buy 10 loot boxes just for fun. Like, fuck it. Who cares? You know, like, it's, mm-hmm. like, it's like I'll spend $10 on this game. I've been playing for four years, you know, it's like whatever. Um, but I usually, I haven't bought loot boxes in a long time, but that, yeah, all the map, map updates, game mode updates, characters, all, it's all, all free. If you just buy the game, you know? So, um, and just by playing the game, I have like a few hundred hours and I have like, almost all the skins and shit that I want anyway. So it's not that big of a deal. Um, I, I really, I, you know, like loot boxes are shitty in general regardless, but um, in that game, they don't bother me. I, I never really think about it. And it's almost kind of like, you know, you'll get a loot box and it's a bunch of junk you don't care about, but it's like, it almost always is. So I'll be like, all right, here's a loot box. Let's see what dumb bullshit I don't care about is in it this time, you know? Um, but n- none of it really affects my enjoyment of the game. So, yeah, I think if a game's like generous with the loot boxes or like gives them out at a reasonable rate, it it definitely is like 
the opposite of the norm. <laughs> so it's something that like, oh, this could work well in every game that has it almost, but no one is down to be like just fair and reasonable most of the time. They're just insidious or like just straight up trying to gouge people. So it well, kind of ruins I, the whole experience. Yeah, the, the thing I like about Overwatch is that, well, I, I've played a ton of it, so I already have a ton of tight shit for all the characters I play anyway. Um, but you get currency for, like, say you get you open a loot box and it's like a legendary skin that you already have. They'll give you like 500 gold or whatever. So, so like when you get dupes, you'll get currency. And you can just get, like, you open a loot box and it might be like, here's like... 500 gold like it might just give you gold too um so you can if you play it enough you can just save all your gold up and then um whenever there's a a holiday event or something if there's a skin you want as long as you make sure you always have like 3,000 gold on hand like you can just buy whatever skin with the gold anyway so um even if you don't feel like buying loot boxes you can still get the skins you want mostly just by playing the game um and you can like purchase the exact skin you want. So I just always try to make sure I have like a few thousand gold. Cause then if something drops, I can just, well, usually for an event, there'll be like one skin I really want, you know? Um, so I'll just buy that then. And I don't know. I feel like it's pretty unobtrusive in overwatch. And then, and then when you get a random loot box and you do get something cool, it's like, yeah, fucking a cool. You know? Um, but I mean, plus they've added what, like fucking 10, 15 new characters since that game launched or something crazy. There's like a ton of them and uh, a bunch of new maps, a bunch of new game modes. That's all been free updates. So I think uh, they've been doing a pretty good job with that game. You know, if their only paid microtransactions are loot boxes, like so be it, you know? Well, plus like fucking how long has that game been out now? It came out when it came out right when, yeah. when Doom 2016 came out, so like the same month. So, yeah, four, it's been out for four years with you know tons and tons of free DLC, basically. So, yeah, and like people still playing that game. I mean, because like to be totally honest, there really isn't a lot of games that fill that gap. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's like a Counter Strike or a Team Fortress or, or um, you know like yeah and even so, like I feel like Counter Strike is so much more kill based and is like the kind of the military tactical where like Overwatch is the fantasy tactical. Well, I um, mean it's it's like Counter Strike where it's like you know twenty years from now there's still gonna be people playing Overwatch. You know what I mean? Like Counter Strike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I guess what I mean is just like I know with like. The Battle Royales, it's like there's a bunch of them competing now, so you can play any of them. It seems like that fan base is pretty divided, but I feel like a lot of what you get in Overwatch is hard to get exactly anywhere else. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's its own thing for sure. Like, there's a couple of copycat games or whatever, and it's kind of like Team Fortress, I guess, but, um, you know, it's like Team Fortress has, what, like five heroes you choose from or whatever, and Overwatch has, like, 30 or 40 or something. It's it's like um it's like you cross Team Fortress with like uh, Dota or um, League of Legends or something, you know. Yeah, it seems like that has been one game that has been aped a few times, but it's always been massive failure because there was that one, I forget what it was called. Yeah, I feel like um, people people will always play Overwatch. Like Overwatch Two is coming out or whatever, 
but you can still play right it's like still part of a regular overwatch and you don't have to buy it you know like it just kind of reminds me of how like counters like there's counter-strike source and csgo and like the original counter-strike and like people still play all those fucking games um like competitively you know so Right. Shit, the original Counter Strike came out with Half Life Two, right? So that was, that's a sixteen year old game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't know what other uh, on console like twenty sixteen games really had the lifespan. Yeah, it's still kicking the way that game is for sure. Destiny had a pretty long. The first Destiny had a pretty long tail. Uh, it's different though, because like on a computer, I could boot up like Quake Three right now, and there's tons of people playing that game. Yeah, actually, I think the only other Counter Strike is still like the number three game on Steam. You know, like concurrent players. You know, like there's always that and like Dota. Like there's like always like a million people playing at whatever given time. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, one of the only other games I could think of on console that has had the staying power of uh, Overwatch is fucking Warframe, (laughs) and that's a free to play game. So. Yeah, sure. Yeah, shit like Warframe, um, or like on PC, like people still play EverQuest and shit. Like, I think you'll always see as long as they keep supporting these games, people always. Fuck well, them. and obviously, like, um, World, uh, World of Warcraft, you know, Siege has had a pretty long lifespan. Um, yeah, yeah, that came out a year cool. after. Yeah, that's then that game's not going anywhere anytime soon. That game still keeps. No, that's that's here. another like fairly obsessed fan base and i don't mean that in a in like a pejorative way it's just like they fucking have that game and they love it and that is what they want so it's like fuck yeah man yeah like 10 years from now there's still gonna be a competitive like um siege scene you know just same way there'll be overwatch still like just right yep absolutely that that kind of seems to be what blizzard's mo is anyway you know what world of warcraft came out in 2005 right yeah, no, they definitely have that MMO, MMO of uh, do as little work as possible and uh, get as I much would, money as possible I, out of it. I wouldn't. I mean, they. I'm just. That was mostly joking. Uh, yeah, but I just. But, but I mean, they they seem to have you know, early early on, there have been on the uh, let's make games as a service kind of thing. You know, they were like the first ones to really do that, um, all in. You know. Yeah. No, absolutely, and they're like. They are another company that I feel like has a feverishly loyal like fan base. Like those people love Blizzard. Oh yeah, yeah. I was uh, I had a, a moment the other day where they had an Activision Blizzard sale on uh, Xbox, and uh, I looked at it, and it was just only Call of Duty and Diablo because oh, Destiny's okay. no longer part of. Activision Blizzard, and I was like, "Oh, that's right." Yeah, and Overwatch doesn't ever go on sale because people just buy it. Like, I, I bought it for myself. I bought it for Abby on PC, and then Abby just bought it again at full price on console, so she could play with her friends on PS4. So it's like <laughs> we bought that game three times and no regrets, you know? Yeah, sometimes uh, it goes down like that. I mean, I yeah, I get Skyrim for Switch. They don't have to put it on sale because, like, if I feel like playing it, I'll just buy the fucking thing. You know, I already know what I'm getting. I probably wouldn't get it on Switch, but. Um... Oh, yeah. Isn't that happening? It's already out on Switch. It's already out. That's right. Yeah, that came but out. But it's 30 frames a second, and I don't know if I would want to play a competitive shooter at 30 frames a second. So 
I think uh, you were on record as definitely not wanting to play. Yeah. So, in 30 plus, I, 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 honestly, I tried to play Overwatch on PS4 with Abby and her friends a couple weeks ago, and I I played a few matches and was like, all right, I'm done. Like, I just don't like that game with a controller, I think. Um, but, you know, I, also I've played hundreds of hours with it on a keyboard and mouse, so then, like, switching to a controller is like, I have to basically relearn this game, you know? Yeah, that's uh, that seems like still a, a pretty hard bridge to hard gap to bridge. I don't know how I don't know how to phrase uh, a hard bridge to trundle. Is what you're looking for? Uh, the yeah, there we go. It's, it's a hard weird. bridge to trundle. It's weird because there's things you're controlling exclusively with like your pinky and your ring finger and your thumb and shit on a mm-hmm. keyboard, and then to switch and like these are now on your like on your on your right hand too and like on your right thumb and shit is like uh it's it's like i feel like crisscrossed you know sorry they're gonna make that uh touchpad larger that'll be good then you can uh divvy it up to four buttons yeah um all right uh who's up mike is it you is it me i believe um you guys okay. Storm where you're at? Just started thundering and lightning on the. Yeah, ground. I hear I hear a squinda squirm out there. It is a squinda squirming over here as well. Or is it uh, a shaper? Is it a shaper storm? I I couldn't. Shaper. Storm. Oh God! I we can only hope. I don't think we're that lucky that we could get a shaper storm. Yeah. I wish. Yeah. I'm constantly too. wishing for shaper storm. <laughs> um. Let's see. How many games does everyone have left? I have two. Zero. Zero? Okay. How many you got? I get two, kind of. I'll do the smaller one. I did play, you already mentioned it, but I did play uh, more Pillars of Eternity as well. I'm in, I believe, the third act of that game now. Okay, Um, so you're in deep. Yeah, I I think I have now 32 hours or so. Nice. but yeah, I do a lot, and I do a lot of fucking around inside stuff. I now have like several party members. I've completed several party members' like personal side quests. Um, I found a uh, druid, which has really, really changed the way I'm living life because he's got some great offensive spells um, and a good mix of defensive as well. Because like I have a wizard. And then I have like a priest, so I've had kind of offense and or defense at one time. Mm-hmm. But this guy chops it up, so um, and he's got like a shield and a hatchet. Um, so I, I like him a lot, and I've added him, so he usually doesn't leave my party. Um, yeah, but that game is uh, it's really fantastic. I continue to play it, and every time I play it, like I just get more and more. Like I'm getting uh, like there's still tough battles, but I've never run into one that's so tough that. I found it inexcusable. Like, if anything, if any, if there's ever a level that I or a, a fight I have a lot of trouble with, it's just because I'm under leveled. So that's more on me. Um, but it also doesn't do a thing where like it doesn't give me too many options for like, like it doesn't give me a. It, it usually tries to keep you in missions that are level appropriate, um, mm-hmm. which is nice because. It's you know some games will just do that thing where they give you any quest at any time and then you're kind of like not exactly sure what to do. Um, but yeah, I uh, I like that game a lot, and so I, have, I don't have too much to add because I've been you know it's it's just kind of like that 
that thing over and over. Not over and over again to sound like it's boring, but like, you know, it's just it's kind of like playing D&D. It's just like you're, you have the same characters and you're doing the same kind of idea, but just new quests, new dungeons, new areas and stuff like that. So it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, did you want to get into another? Do you want me to go? Um, if you got two more, you said? Yeah. Let's go. We can go back and forth. You can go and then I'll go with my last one. Okay. Um... These are both living on the BryOS. Uh, been uh, diving more on the BryOS. Uh, dipping and dapping, you might say. Um, really doing like a French swirl uh, with a Jamaican twist. And what I mean by that is absolutely nothing. I bought a bunch nice. of games at one point in time. And uh, I didn't play that much of several of them. And so I started playing several of them. One of them is Iron Marines, which uh, is by the people who make Kingdom Rush. And Kingdom Rush is a tower defense game where you have... um, It's like a tower defense game and more. It's kind of like not really a true tower defense game because you're doing a whole lot while it's going on. Um, Right. And this game is more of an RTS. and I never really played RTSs because I never really played games on PC growing up. Um, And the closest thing you got to an RTS on console was a Goblin Commander for Xbox and fucking... uh, I still haven't played Halo Wars, um, but I do want to check that out eventually too. Um, So Iron Marines is all on one screen and uh, pretty easy to manage. And uh, I gotta say, I really like it. So the uh, the other games of theirs, uh, I usually like, but I hit a point where like they definitely try to microtransact you. Like they don't, you don't have to do the microtransactions, but boy, would it be convenient if you did <laughs> do the microtransactions. And in this, um. I imagine I'll hit a similar wall at some point, but currently, uh, and I played like seven or eight levels. Uh, I'm I'm really enjoying it. It's um, quite fun, and uh, it's a bit hectic, um, as most real time strategy games are. And I I don't prefer that type of game still to turn based. Like I can tell, like I like turn based stuff more because I don't like being in a rush to do anything really in life and uh yeah but it's uh it's cool it's a little uh sci-fi shooter rts and um there's a lot of like little bases and nodes you capture and then hold down the forts and upgrade and different units and then you have your one hero character you can deploy and if he dies you get to redeploy him through a dropship after a cooldown period um, okay. So if you had played Kingdom Rush, it's really kind of just like the next step for, you know, the next logical step for them to take that game because it's just a little bit more advanced, a little bit more actiony, and um, it's really cool. I, I enjoy it uh, quite a bit. And it's, it's only like t- 2 or $3. I don't, I don't even remember how much it was when I when I bought it, but it was fairly cheap. And then if you do decide to 
microtransact. Um, they sell the heroes individually. So I, mean, I imagine you can just get better heroes and there's like a dollar tier and then a $3 tier and then like a five. And I think like a $7 tier. So um, oh, okay. it might be one there's of those things. Lots of options. Yeah. It might be one of those things like Overwatch where it's like, Oh, if I play enough of this, maybe I'll, you know, spend $3 on a freaking hero, but it, it probably not. I have not done that in any of their other games. So, uh, yeah. So that is one of them. Oi, good to what go. Are you, so, what are you good for going? my last one. Yeah. Um, I downloaded last night and started playing today. Uh, Gears Tactics. Ah. So I was like, uh, I'm probably not going to play this right away. And then I was like, well, it's fucking free. Uh, why would I not? I like tactics games. Um. I guess just what threw me, I was like, I'm not really a Gears person, and it's like, what does that matter? Um, XCOM has no one in it. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. I didn't even know that. Yeah, it takes place before um, Gears 1, so you're really, it's a primer to get into Gears. So I'm actually at at the starting point. That's good. Um, But yeah, uh, it is uh, so far, I have played, I think, four missions into it. Um, and I like it a lot. It is a tactics game. Um, and as much as I, uh, I was like, as much as I'm not a gears person, I do think the aesthetic of those games, uh, is pretty cool. Uh, you're big beefy soldiers. Um, so not m- that much unlike XCOM cause you get a lot of beefy guys in that as well. Um, and you're killing aliens also much like XCOM. Um, but uh yeah it's it's a lot like XCOM I'll say. Um <laughs> there's uh and I don't mean that in like a bad way per se it's just um it is uh you know you're getting recruits um you can change their names um then you have like you can get the gears actual character like they call them gears I guess I didn't even know that's what why it's gears of war but the people are the gears I didn't know that um and so you have some of them and then you have some like normal recruits and as you say people you can recruit them and people have different you know um positions you can have scouts you can have heavies um like your main guy is i believe he's a vanguard um but you know it's the same like it's a pretty cool thing it's it's you're doing overwatches and you're setting up in this game you set up your particular cone of overwatches Mm -hmm. um and then your person will shoot with as many times as they have moves left. So you can, if you're in a good position, overwatch on your first, like without moving and have three turns, and then they will fire three times during the set of the overwatch, um, which is kind of nice because if you have like a, 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 like a larger horde of like melee-type characters coming at you, it can be actually your best move to do just nothing. Um which I've already, like, the second mission, I, I was like, oh boy, I don't know if I'm going to love it, because I actually had to restart the second mission. So two missions in, I was already restarting, but it was more of me being anal about it, because I wanted to win the side objective, which is no one gets knocked down. Um, mm-hmm. And I was I was a little careless, so I was like, well, fuck that, I'm going to restart it, and be careful, and shit like that, because I also haven't played a tactics game in a while, and uh, you can kind of forget sometimes how 
badly punished you can be if you make the wrong move. Um, and sometimes it's not even a whole like wholly a mistake per se, but just not really knowing where the action's going to be coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, that can totally get you fucking boned. Um, but yeah, so far I like it. I think it looks cool. It's you know the total post-apocalypse fighting aliens, and there's like cool little effects where like. I guess like some of the aliens come through the ground in little hives and you have to like blow up the hives or they'll keep setting reinforcements and stuff like that. So, um, but I'm really liking it so far is actually having the hankering to play. I almost started XCOM two like last week and then it didn't for whatever reason, but now I'm like, okay, well this is going to totally, totally fit that bill. So it is, uh, it is fun so far. Yeah. It's weird. Cause that came out right after a like $10 XCOM game came out and they're both, uh pc only but uh it's called xcom chimera squad so not often like tactics type games come out and then two hit right after the other like um but yeah i i I guess i totally misread i was using the i've been using metacritic to uh tell me what games are coming out and they had a xbox date for tbd but um I was looking at the uh, just general date that they had put up and uh, that game is due on Xbox sometime this year, but before release, it hadn't even been confirmed for Xbox. So I guess I didn't even know it wasn't on Xbox right now. Yeah, no. Otherwise I'd be playing it as well because it would be on Games Pass. Oh, Uh okay. Yeah, that's why I kind of, I was like, oh, maybe you were just playing other stuff or I didn't even know. Well, that's okay. Weird. Yeah, no, because I was looking forward to it and then it was like, oh, what? I don't get to play it. And um, yeah, then I went. Uh, I hope that is exactly the way you said it when you found out. <laughs> it is exactly how I did it. Um, but uh, yeah, whatever. I'll just go back and play another XCOM and another Gears of War if my Xbox is cooperating. Yeah, um, you have um, both. You have all kinds of games that aren't the combination of the two. So it's very true. I could close my eyes and get high. And just pretend that both of the things I did were together in one. Um, yeah, I hope that game is good. And I hope you don't have things you don't like about it. I know I remember part of the trailer was no microtransactions. So I was like, funny. Isn't that a, f- a fun thing <laughs> to be part of a trailer nowadays? Well, it's also funny because um, Microsoft did that to themselves after they made Gears of War 4, which was heavily microtransactions like oh was it super microtransacted yeah they they did that with halo 5 too it's it's really stupid um take your core franchises and and try to turn them into like grubby cash cows but uh yeah yeah they definitely yeah so yeah i'm interested in kind of coming at it from a person who has no interest in gears um but uh is someone who is interested in tactics games and fun yeah, I like the way they um, they do that. I mean, they they made Halo Wars, obviously, which was an RTS based on Halo. Now they have a tactics based okay. game on uh, on Gears, and I like the idea of taking a franchise and like spreading it out to different genres just for the fuck of it. So. Yeah, I mean, why fucking why not? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I mean, The Witcher's got a card game. You know, why not do it more often? Let me get a. Right. Let me get a Last of Us clicker for the clickers. That 
They should do that. Uh, my final, my final game that I was playing. Uh, it's a stupid one, but it's also kind of a great one, and it's one that I think both of you should try if it's on Android. Another BrioS. Uh, I went with Black Desert Online, the MMO. Um, okay. Well, specifically Black Desert Mobile, because Black Desert Online is on Games Pass, uh, at least for Xbox. And um, I originally had downloaded it there, uh, but Black Desert Mobile is a mobile MMO, and from what I gather, it's one of the most successful mobile MMOs. So I downloaded it just to try it, uh, thinking, like, I'm looking for a weird thing to play while something is on uh, the TV sometimes. And um, I probably played, like, an hour and a half of it. It's, uh, first of all, it's, like, graphically really, really good-looking. So. Okay. I was not expecting that. Um, like, if I turn the settings up on a like a very new phone, my phone's from last year, but like, if I turn the settings up all the way, like my phone will overheat. Like, I I have the these like second lowest like or not second lowest, but the second highest um, frame rate and resolution on it. Um, and it's it looks just like um, I don't know like like a game from this current generation, maybe a little bit muddier in certain areas, but, um, it looks great. It, um, one of the reasons why I can play this because it has a million things going on on screen, like way, way too fucking much. And it's also like an insidious free play game, like the opposite of what we were just talking about. Like there's a million forms of currency and there's a million microtransactions that they try to throw it at, throw at you. Um, but it plays almost like an idle game. Like it's so like it, it like auto paths you like you can take control of the joystick and do whatever you want. But if you just want to do missions, I did 33 missions today. <laughs> and oh shit. It, and it's because, well, it's part partially because some of the missions are like, mm, you're calling that a mission. Um, but also because it auto-paths you to where you need to go if you select the mission. And all you have to do is just wait for your character to walk there. And most stuff is, like, really nearby. And, uh, like, you're basically going to see a lot of quests complete over and over again and, like, constantly be introduced to new menus and new ways to upgrade your people and new resources. And then, like get the next mission and all the missions are short i did one of the boss fights and i did uh some of the other missions where they're like hey auto combat's turned off um but you basically use like a action rpg set of combat controls and it all like works really well and that's probably the only reason i would ever play this game for an hour is because like it does just work insanely well um there's like a pet system there's uh, a tons, tons of cosmetic stuff that I don't. I think all that stuff might be behind a paywall, but as far as I can okay. tell, everything else seems pretty straightforward. There's this really weird dice mini game that I was playing earlier, um, and then most of it has been like go kill mobs of dudes. And when I'm when when you're fighting mobs of dudes, it feels like almost like Dynasty Warriors. So. It's got the size and scope of a giant RPG MMO. It looks really good. 
it kind of plays like dynasty warriors and it also like does so much idly on its own that like the fact that you're playing it on a phone doesn't matter it's like it makes it a convenient thing to like look away from um so i've never played enough of an actual mmo besides this to compare it but um i don't know it's it's pretty addicting and fun and you are constantly like being given new things and items and it's just like hey there's a bunch of menus that ask you for money but like i just instantly close them and then i'm like earning other things and uh and actually having a pretty decent amount of fun in this weird uh mmo that is strangely you know really graphically (laughs) pleasing and i don't know yeah i was not expecting to like i i sort of downloaded it as a curiosity and uh i'm actually probably just gonna that'll probably be the new thing that i play instead of threes where i'm just like oh i'm not really doing anything there's a show on but i'm not that into it and uh oh well let's just do these stupid little point and click type missions and then oh yeah i'll fuck these like imps up or like uh yeah i'll just kill some of these animals real quick and um yeah i don't know see where it goes it, get it my little goes fix nowhere. going yeah but yeah. uh <laughs> yeah a, a lot of games go fucking nowhere though mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean it's not entertaining yeah and there's a million fucking things on screen so it's just like inundating you with stuff and like half the time i'm not even reading it like half the time it's like oh well you're you could take your shadow and like you have this thing you you like follow uh that it's it's like an in-game thing that like justifies the auto path so it's like this like dark shadow thing and uh like you can use him to like level up items and then like you can level up skills and level up individual uh, things you get. And then if you get a new thing to replace your old thing, you can transfer the levels to the old thing. And it's just, there's just like way, 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 way too much. And there's, there's items. I have no idea what they even do. There's pearls and then there's black pearls. There's boss stamps there there's silver there's like it there's like six forms of currency and uh none of it really even matters to me because i'm just kind of pointing my way to new menus right <laughs> and, yeah I and, get then, you. and then fighting guys and then doing it all over again um but yeah it's kind of like playing a game uh with the fast forward button stuck like uh like you remember, you used to have like those controllers that went turbo mode on Super Nintendo, or right? Sony. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's kind of like playing an RPG on turbo mode. So, I'm enjoying it. I could, I think, I feel like I could do that. I feel like I could enjoy at least get some enjoyment out of that. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe give it a whirl. It's um, somewhat disgusting and somewhat fantastic. But yeah, that is Black Desert mobile and if my xbox were cooperating although i think it's on playstation but it's on uh games pass specifically i would uh venture to check out the um the actual console version because i remember that came out like a year ago and i made fun of it when it was on the e3 but then now i see like oh this is what this game is so it's in fact it's part of the big in japan sale that's on PlayStation right now and I, but I think it's like fifteen bucks or some shit. Um, so I won't be spending money on it. 
because the right. highlight of it is that I don't spend any money. Yeah, right. It's a game that gets its kicks by being absolutely free. So, yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Um, all right. Well, if you boys want to get your YouTubes out, um, that there Ubisoft dropped a new Assassin's Creed trailer for Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It has. I haven't watched this yet. Oh yeah, it has like five million views at least, and um, it is going to be taking place on current and next gen consoles. It's a Viking story. Uh, there's some uh, some sexy CGI. It's about a four minute trailer, and um, it looks quite promising. Um, they show off a lot of environments, even though, um, you don't get to see them, you know, totally. Uh, but it looks like a very colorful, you know, Assassin's Creed game starring Vikings. What, uh, are you doing the Ubisoft North America trailer? Uh, I don't know. I just says official trailer. I think it's actually the IGN one, IGN. but that's uh, probably the same. Yeah, I'm already. I had been playing it. Um, so should I yeah, start it, right now? I'm, I'm watching it right now. Okay. Yeah, I, and most of it's CGI. Um, but it it looks sweet, and uh, I saw some uh, gameplay details and stuff, and so I'll be interested to see um what this game is. We all seem to have liked the the last thing that they did in Odyssey and, uh, and origins was sort of in a similar vein and also considered to be pretty good. So, um, the idea that these systems do come out and there's a pretty sweet, awesome looking Assassin's Creed is, uh, it sounds nice to me. That's what it does. Makes me feel good inside that, um, this has kind of become the game that really could like be a good showpiece for the uh, next generation of hardware. Man, they so, really took Assassin's Creed and made it God of War and The Witcher. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they they did whatever they did, and uh, it's um, it's looking good. It's looking good now. Um, I mean, it's kind of been good. It's just slowly yeah. gotten better. Like I like Origins a lot. I mean, I like Black yeah. Flag even. Uh, but yeah, then definitely... Odyssey was my game of the year, so it was, uh, yeah. I've only played about an hour of Odyssey, but it seems exactly like Origins, so I know I'm going to love it. Yeah, I mean, they they definitely, the franchise has, has had so many iterations that they've taken some big nosedives with, like, Unity, and uh, they had the, what, Assassin's Creed 3 was bad. Then they had like a a Vita one that was Liberation that eventually got ported to consoles. They did the uh, cross platform two different game thing when they did um uh Unity and Rogue I think was oh, yeah. the other do people, one. Do people like Rogue? Was that actually good? I think it was just standard. I think it was just like average. Um, but it's I don't know. It's almost like there's this missing link Assassin's Creed game that nobody played because Black Flag came out that. At the same time, or Unity came out at the same time. I mean, 
Yeah, well, Rogue came out on PS4 and stuff, and it it didn't really make a lot of noise uh, when it did because at that point it was. Oh, did it come out? Did it come out after the fact on PS4? Yeah, they've released, they've re-released and re-released like every version. I feel like because even even the Vita one um, came out on like PS3 even, and then PS4. I want to say that was Liberation. But uh, yeah, and then there was one in between Syndicate. Uh, I don't think any of us played. Uh, that was supposed to no, be decent. I actually bought a copy of it though because I heard it was good. So I'll I will play it eventually. Yeah. So I mean, it's you just get a CGI trailer, but um, that's Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and uh, it, it is exciting. I would say. Uh, there's so this led to Microsoft talking about. Uh, an Xbox event where they would discuss the third-party Xbox support for Series X, uh, May seventh. So, so we'll see our first next-gen gameplay. Maybe, maybe. Um, I would fucking hope so. But uh, yeah. So I mean, maybe I, I wonder with like E three being totally dead. And this now being like, okay, there's no time that matters with E3 because of the fucking coronavirus. Uh, if we could just get the fucking Microsoft full event on this date. Um, I don't know. They're not, they're not really playing it up like that's what this is. Uh, but I don't know why you wouldn't do that at this point. And other than May, like... Yeah, well, other than if you don't know you're releasing it this year, you know. Or, but, if, or if they were planning on doing something in June around E3 time anyway. Yeah, but I think at this point, the idea that the Xbox is coming out this year is kind of... I'm kind of thinking it's going to happen because, well, yeah, not yeah. only have businesses gotten impatient, um, but they're already out there. Like the system's done, so they don't need to sit on it. If anything, they'd have like a shorter, like stunted launch because of like manufacturer demands. But I really don't think that they are going to hold off if Sony can't like make it out this year for any reason. And if like enough people are hands on with the hardware and shit, and like Xbox executives and shit, Phil Spencer and shit have them. It's like the well, the hardware's done. So all you really need is games, and it's like, well, if it launches without games, but it just has support from games that are coming out. Like one of the other articles of news that I was going to bring up, which I'm just going to bring up now because it's part of the larger discussion, is that The Last of Us Two got a date, and it was just one month after what it was supposed to release, and then Ghost of Tsushima is just getting pushed back one month. So those are coming out in June and July. So it's like. Maybe for these games that have been in the works like long enough, like the working from home thing is not preventing them from really getting like crucial things done. I mean, those are primarily office jobs. I'm sure it's like with departmental communication, like there's always going to be something to be desired and being further away doesn't help. But the idea that you could bring this out, get an Assassin's Creed on it, get the um, gears tactics on it uh and then also that there was a cyberpunk um 2077 version of the xbox one x 
that got showed off. So the that game's coming out, and that game's going to support the system too. Was it, isn't like, Halo Infinite supposed to be a launch game too? It's supposed to be, but everything that was supposed to be prior to this, I'm kind of like speculative on what any of it will will mean because even if they weren't like if they were going to put it out at launch and they're just like not happy enough like everyone has the perfect excuse for delaying anything right now like you don't have to really justify like pushing anything back and at this point it's like everyone's gotten kind of patient enough to where it's like oh well okay like kind of used to it so right i mean they could put it out without halo but yeah they could also put out halo so i mean the idea i like then especially like you have those two third-party games that like i'm assuming based on the power differences would look best on xbox and then a a halo of your own um yeah it could be uh could be very interesting I'm, I'm i'm super excited to see and i wanted to speculate with you guys um because last of us 2 is june 19th and i forget the july date for um ghost of tsushima but what big third-party games could be lined up for holiday with next-gen consoles besides the assassin's creed I mean, what do sports games even do if there's no sports season? <laughs> like, do they just they know. just could like come out with some DLC and be like, "Sorry, nothing changed." Uh, <laughs> like, it would be weird for there to be a year yeah. That's a good question. Games. Yeah, I was um, trying to I was trying to think what games I'm even looking forward to like at all. And all it is, all the only things I'm looking forward to is The Last of Us. And Cyberpunk and Ghost of Tsushima. Like, there's three games in the immediate future that I even know about that I'm excited about. You know what I mean? I can't even think of anything else that's been announced as coming out anytime within the next year. Yeah, well, th- yeah, definitely with game announcements have been like super slim to none. Cause I, I check back I mean, on this like, cool. like quite a bit. And there's there's still really nothing new um for may to june uh so like we'd be looking at like the third quarter yeah, because so all the way came in like three years yeah and so it's like does the avengers game come out uh uh does the, is the Rocksteady Batman game going to be ready for this holiday? Like, they already pushed um, Watch Dogs back. Does that still make it out at the beginning of the year? They're not going to put that out next to Assassin's Creed, like one would think. And so, yeah, because two of the games that got pushed back were Ubisoft games themselves. So if they plan on releasing this game, that Gods and Monsters game and the Watch Dogs game, is like, okay, well, there's no reason. To put those out um but yeah i'm curious about like watchdogs about what's going to go on with that I, w- I mean at this point i'd be estimating if it's doesn't come out before assassin's creed that it comes out next year but who knows they i mean i think one of those games one of the watchdogs games might have came out in december watchdogs 2 might have even been a december game 
but uh whenever cyberpunk decides to come out is also it's like make way uh because that is scheduled for september but if they move it they can literally move it anywhere and it won't matter it'll be the top selling game so yeah i mean are we gonna see a bunch of just like patches like gta 5 next gen patch like is that gonna be some shit that uh it happens a bunch or I mean because you would think that a bunch of you know a bunch of hardware or like a bunch of software that is like the games as a service game would want to keep up with this change in hardware as well so any game that like updates itself pretty regularly with content might be in discussion for like hey let's update the fucking look and everything as well I mean I don't know I don't know how much of an undertaking some of that shit is comparatively, but if you're an ongoing type of game, then like maybe you just see a bunch of updates and you don't see a bunch of new games releases. Uh, right, will exactly. A, will we get a new Call of Duty or a Battlefield? It's been two years since a Battlefield, so who knows? I think they said they're putting a Battlefield out. Yeah, but I don't even think it's on EA's like own website like i don't think they've been they definitely they haven't announced they it. haven't announced it yet but they just put out the last battlefront 2 update the other day and then i think along with that they said that they're doing a, a battlefield game next so yeah but who knows i don't know when it's coming out or let's see three days ago he announces exciting news for battlefield 6 hmm, so yeah, because I guess this is also they're doing the last Battlefield 5 update. Oh, okay. That didn't last and, long. No. Uh, and back in October 2019, they announced that Battlefield 6 would release sometimes between Oh, April 2021 and March 2022. So, not scheduled for this year. Yeah. Weird. But yeah, this might be it. I was thinking about um replaying uh, The Last of Us in this moment. Also, when is that fucking Dying Light coming out? Like, could that be a next-gen game at this point? Oh, I don't know. That that got delayed like three times. Well, I think they I think they always knew it wasn't coming out until at least next year. I, I don't see that coming out this year. No. Oh yeah, because they uh they just did an update for Dying Light like with DLC like last week for the first one. Yeah, they've been supporting the shit out of that game, but I haven't. Um, Five years after its release date. I think I think that Dying Light Two is at least a year away still. Yeah, but now we're at the, at the point where we're like running out of announced games that like. <laughs> yeah, it's because because Sony and Microsoft both have not revealed what the fuck they're doing, and uh, each of them probably has like ten games to announce at their conference. You know what I mean? Just, well, I would uh, hope, yeah. Even if they're third party, you know they pay they pay for the exclusive announcement or whatever. So like, 
Refrigerates. There's yeah. There's probably like ten, <laughs> 10 big third party games at least that they can't reveal right. because they're under contract to let one of the console manufacturers reveal it at their console reveal. Um, and I feel like if this COVID shit wasn't happening, we would have seen a lot more by now. But or at least we would have seen it at E3 and the yeah. dates that E3 takes place at, which still you know that's still like a month away. So I would imagine we have a month more of speculating before we get some news from someone. Yeah, if, it's, if it's like <laughs> July and we haven't really seen much yet, though, this would be like, what the fuck are they even doing? Like, I don't know. I don't even know. Like, we're pretty like nose on the on the beat about it. But like average ass people, like they don't know dick about the new Xbox or the PS5. Like nobody's talking about it, you know? Yeah, which, I mean, which is weird because by this time, uh, to be before last gen or before this gen, there was already crazy fanboy wars <laughs> about PS4 and Xbox One, and right now the information is so low that like all you have is like people saying that the PlayStation is going to defeat PCs once and for all because they ha- the PlayStation has an SSD now, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> okay. But that's basically all you see because neither of them is showing the games. Like I saw, I saw people earlier today. Like the PS5 and Xbox One Series X are more powerful than the majority of PCs. Like, bro, they're not out yet. Like, they don't even have release dates. Yeah, are you gonna you're gonna compare them to PCs that have been out for graphics cards that have been out for two and a half years already to consoles that aren't don't have release dates? Like, I don't know. People are getting antsy as fuck on the internet, is what I'm seeing. Yeah, well, a lot of people have literally nothing better to do right now, so... That's true. Yeah, I wonder... uh, Yeah, because I I would not think that Xbox has many games to withhold, but more or less that they would just be banking on being the most powerful system, maybe putting out Halo. And then Sony's the one with all the studios, and so... Like, what could be... I mean, they announced one PS5 game, and it was that, what, Godfall or whatever? Right. Yeah. I don't know. I I feel like if neither of them does a full reveal in the next, like, month, then, like, I, I don't know what they're thinking, you know? If they're still planning on releasing this year, which I think they both are. Um I don't, I don't know. Like, y- you need to give people... So- it makes... You would think they would want to show people stuff now while everybody's like stuck at home and shit so they can have their fanboy wars and like drool over every little millisecond of gameplay footage, you know, but. Yeah, I think there's probably a lot of uh, panic and a lot of red red tape and panic. Yeah, because uh, they were saying the other thing was that uh, they said maybe there'd be have having a 5 million unit launch for the PS5, which is like they sold 7 million at launch, 7.5 million at launch. I think it was PS4. They sold 7.5 million the first quarter it was out. Okay. They, they, but they did sell a million like day once. <laughs> yeah. And I remember PS4 being sold out everywhere for like six months. So. Yeah, there were Xboxes on the shelves, but I think 
yeah, if both of these come out in like limited quantities, who knows? Maybe I mean it's been a while since you've seen anything from Guerrilla Games. Maybe they're far along in a Horizon sequel. Maybe um, maybe they're that God of War sequels far along. I mean, I don't think those are far enough along to come out this year, but they'll definitely show. Horizon was Horizon twenty seventeen. 2017 they'll definitely show horizon 2 at the sony reveal but yeah i don't think it's coming out this year especially yeah. not with this shit because you know you can work from home and shit but like uh, for game development like people don't have the tool sets on their home pcs to use for you know what i mean like they probably have like three ps5 dev kits at the studio and like you know you're talking about rendering software and shit that's like multi thousand dollar computers to you know to render levels and shit to work on them so yeah but i mean if they had those at the studio i mean they might have moved like a lot of that to people's homes too i don't know it's I just think a lot, uh, i think a lot of it is like virtual machines and like back at, like, i think it'd be a huge monumental t- especially cuz they probably only have a couple dev kits so they're they're probably allowing like access, you know, through virtual machines to those and shit. I don't, I don't know. It's all, I don't really know much about how game dev works, but I know that you'd be severely hindered trying to fucking cobble together some work from home network shit. Um, dealing with that much data at once, you know, I mean, they could, they could do it, but it's it probably slows them down like a fuck ton. Yeah. Also, are we going to get these fucking Mario remasters? I mean, other than that, and Breath of the Wild 2, like, Nintendo doesn't have anything announced. Metroid Prime 4. Yeah, but we'll see if that... Bayonetta 3? That could be it. Oh, Mike dropped out. Mike, are you good? Uh, I am now. I had to jump out and jump back in for whatever reason. Ah. Yeah, Micah, what do you think? Any other uh, big boy, third party boy, big boy, 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 boy? Big boy, boy. No, I I was just, I've been thinking just lately about the kind of ones we've already mentioned. The one that does interest me is, I feel like we've heard nothing about Watch Dogs. And so that's the one. And then, like, I feel like Watch Dogs was announced. And then now Assassin's Creed has been announced after it. But for whatever reason, I feel like Assassin's Creed will come out first. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what my feeling is on. Like, I feel like that is what's ha- going to happen there. Um, yeah. Well, I think Assassin's Creed is like their their prized dog, so right precedence um, over everything. Oh, you know what? We should see a Forza out of Xbox. I mean, they didn't even come out with one uh, last year or this year. Yeah, so that should be also on the horizon for sure, and that's sh- it's going to be some. That is always that, that one of the games that is a, ce- a centerpiece for a console and how it looks and how it performs. So, yeah, so that could that could be well, probably not launch. Well, I don't know. It, it, it they could do motorsport. I don't know. They skipped a, a year with motorsport, so um, who knows. Because they have two studios dedicated to each of the uh, Forza games. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Also, so, I know you commented on them earlier, but to me, it's still 
amazing that Rocksteady's going to do another fucking Batman game. Like, yeah, it's supposed to be on the the Court of Owls, so uh, that's exciting for me because I uh, that was the first uh, New Fifty Two uh, Batman volume, and it's it's a good one. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not a person who gets fatigue as much as like most people. I'm a person that like if a game is good, I enjoy it because that's the point. So like to me, different doesn't just denote good. Um, well, there's that, but there's also Batman, where it's like uh, Batman's just cool eternally. No, so. Yeah, and that's <laughs> a, another thing on top of it. And like, I liked Arkham Knight like a whole ton. Like as much as I feel like going into a prepared for the tank missions and knowing that they weren't like, and I didn't even hate them that much, but they are obviously kind of like filler to the other stuff that's more fun. But I mean, I, that was the third of those Batman games I played, and I wasn't like, wow, God, too much of this. I was like, okay, now I can play this more yeah i think some of that was around the conversation where it was actually the fourth one and the third one was utter poo but no one played it or maybe just none of us played it uh because that wasn't even the the same studio yeah and then also um the fact that this has taken five years because if you would have told me right at arkham knight that their next game would be batman like at the time i would have been like oh what but like now it's like oh you mean it would be five years from now uh yeah i I will want another batman game within five years are you fucking kidding me um right give me another spider-man game too while you're at it maybe that's uh maybe that's incoming who knows or another fucking ratchet and clank insomniac could do whatever they want they could put out another Ratchet and Clank for PS5. I'd be down with that shit. Um, yeah, I'd have no complaints if, the, if Ratchet and Clank was available uh, for PlayStation 5 launch. That'd be super dope. They totally set it up to keep those games going, too. Yeah, I almost forgot about Ratchet and Clank that they even did that. <laughs> that was four years ago, you know? Yeah, that's crazy. And that was a good game, too. I liked it. I thought for sure they were going to do another one. Um, maybe, who does? Maybe it'll be a PS5 launch game. Yeah. I wonder if there's a, a new line of Uncharted games that will come out, obviously after The Last of Us, but like if they will keep the, you know, the franchise going, just the Nathan Drake shit done, because oh, they I'm kind sure, of opened sure the door to do be. it. it and I, I wonder what it looks like. I wonder if it's like the more open-ended style of game that they teased with uh lost legacy bam let's kick it up a notch you're totally gonna play as his daughter yeah yeah that's probably it or a creative character like at that point like you could the game could start and you could be creating his daughter who knows maybe I I guarantee you we have not seen the last of Uncharted on the PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird, man. It's a it's a strange time. What uh what what the fuck else is there? I mean, they pump these Resident Evil games out like no one's business, and they did confirm since we last podcasted that Resident Evil 4 is being remade. So, yeah. Yeah, so that will be an undertaking. Resident Evil 8 is coming too. Yeah, so, I mean, either of those 
could be inevitable. I Hopefully. Would, I would like to see what they're going to do with Resident Evil 4 because no matter what, they're going to piss a ton of people off with that game. Why? Just because of the the way the controls are probably going to change? No, because that game is like the most beloved Resident Evil game and you're not going to please everybody. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they could. Maybe they could with just like a classic versus modern mode. I don't know. No matter what they do, somebody's be like, not distinguished the original, you know, because like, <laughs> people are already, I don't know. That, that game is such a, like, not only is it a really good game and like one of the best Resident Evil games is, was also like, like the precursor to the modern third person shooter, you know, it's just like a lot of people just like that game was like the pinnacle for them because before that game came out, third-person shooters just weren't like that, you know? Like, that was before Gears of War, and um, it was it was the first kind of game, like, action third-person shooter that felt that good, you know? So people have real rose-tinted glasses about how great that game was. So yeah. basically what I'm saying is if they fuck up any little tiny thing about it, um, people latch onto that and give reasons why all the developers need to be murdered and shit, you know? What is this Rainbow Six Quarantine? I don't know. I that was an E3 2019 trailer. I just ignore Rainbow Six because I don't care about it. Yeah. Understandable. But now, these days, releasing a game called Rainbow Six Quarantine... Uh, particularly hilarious. Also, side note: I was reading the Venom comics, and the next uh, uh, character that they're introducing, his name was Virus. So, that comic hasn't even come out yet. It's already written and done. Uh, Virus coming to Venom. Nice. Oh boy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything we met. I mean, didn't the the people who make the Evil Within they showed off a new game? They haven't showed off a new game, but they said that they're working on one. Oh, dude, I could have swore they had a fucking. Maybe they showed like a little teaser or something. I could have swore they did because she was Japanese and had a hard time on stage. I want to say. Yeah, I think she came on stage and they talked about. Let me look. What's the name of that studio? I forget Tango, maybe. Yeah, Tango GameWorks. Tango GameWorks. Ghost yeah, they announced Tokyo. something. Ghostwire Tokyo. Oh, okay. Ghost I don't think Wire. they showed anything about it though. They just said they were working on the game. Ghostwire. Maybe there is a trailer. Oh yeah, there was a reveal trailer. Maybe that comes out soon. Ten months ago. Yeah, it's like a real it's like a CG trailer. Looks like some uh rapture, like a rapture happens. Oh yeah. There's like a rapture and then there's like a a stealth assassin with a hood and shit and like weird uh Japanese stuff going on. Old boy the game. It doesn't tell you anything about what type of game it is, but there's definitely a 
like an assassin with a bow who has a uh, five or something. Who knows? Oh, and a bunch of clothes just fall to the ground where people were standing. Yeah, like a rapture kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I like that. But who knows what the fuck that kind of game is? Because you can take a trailer from The Evil Within one, and uh, it's nothing of what like the opening cutscene of that game is like. You're like in an ambulance, like driving through the city or whatever, and there's like all this crazy shit happening. And then the actual game is like, you know, uh, sneak around through scary places with zombies. So who knows? I, I would assume it's a horror game, though. Because yeah, I think that's they've, pretty. Sick. They've only made horror games, and it has ghost in the title. So I guess maybe there is some. Ghost incredible game. looking ramen in this trailer mm. it's uh it's freaky oh yeah i see some zombies with umbrellas oh you're about to get to the ramen just wait for this live ramen react there's a uh some dandelions oh maybe you're watching a different <laughs> we may never get it the dandelions turned into a ghost. And now I see like Death Stranding people floating in the air. Okay. But here's the ramen. Gorgeous ramen. And a laptop with a touchpad that has fingerprints all over it. In the end, and then Hooded Bowman does his firepower. And, uh... Yeah, well, so it looks like you're going to be playing as a guy whose bow is his main weapon. That's uh, that Is the ramen sense. also a weapon? Probably. Oh god, it better be. It makes sense I, that the bow bow would be a weapon because the crossbow was like a big thing in Evil Within. You had like different kind of crossbow ammos and shit. I'm down to kill a man with some ramen. I've been eating ramen for the first time in a really long time. Because uh, I quarantine stocked with uh, two of the Super 6 packs and a 12 pack. And then I have some retro ramen that still says Oriental on it. Oh, ah, yes. But what it's they dated. It? What do they call it now? Asian soy sauce. sauce. Oh. Yeah, we. I think we discussed this. Me and Mike discussed this. Yeah, they changed it to soy sauce flavor. Weird. Yeah. The war more, on more Oriental PC. ramen. Yeah, so I got two of those, and that's part of my... Um, investment plan that includes two PlayStation 3s and two packets of ramen that say Oriental for things you can't buy. Some people have uh, no savings. So. Oh, I also have a uh, Guardian from Breath of the Wild Amiibo that's unopened. Oh, unopened. Yeah. These are, uh, are going to be big earners one day. I mean, who needs a 401k? That The value on that plummeted You know, for most people. Yeah, 401ks are fucked right now. Here I am. No 401k. And uh, plenty ramen. What's a... Okay. Let's do a a mini Mount Rushmore of ramen flavors within this this podcast right now. Roast beef, number one. That's a good choice. That's a good... You're coming out swinging there. Spicy shrimp. Chicken, of course, because it's a classic. 
I don't know if I'd say of course. Uh, I mean, general, the, the regular beef has to be mentioned. Yeah, yeah, okay. Roast beef, regular beef, um, spicy uh, Creamy chicken is my jam. Creamy chicken is good, too. Mm-hmm. Creamy chicken. Have you guys, do you, how do you guys feel about the shrimp ramen? I, I like shrimp ramen. I said spicy shrimp from one of mine, yeah. Or any spicy ramen is good. Oh, yeah, there is picante. Why, why did they use picante on some of the packaging? Ethnic. That's Spanish. <laughs> Spanish word on ramen. Uh, but, I mean, well, there's Oriental. I mean, that's the other one, right? I never liked the Oriental because it always tastes, or it always just reminded me of incense, like the way it smells and shit. Oh, that was like my second favorite. I was always a beef oriental guy, but then I got. I did. I did uh, become a big fan of the roast beef. The roast beef is roast beef is great. Yeah, roast beef. So that's on there. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I like picante beef a lot as well. Picante, yeah. I mean, you can almost make a beef Rushmore. Yeah, Those beef, beef, picante beef. beef. I'm sure there's a creamy beef or something, too. Wow, <laughs> just totally <laughs> fucking... Creamy beef. There is not Three. creamy beef, I think, what? on purpose. What were you wowed by mid-ramen debate? Oh, uh, actually, while we were talking, I was I booted up Gears because talking about it made me want to play it. Ah. And uh, I clicked on a guy to do a move, and then it used it clicked off of him to go to the other guy to fuck me over. Does that use uh percentages for shots? Uh oh yeah. Okay. I'm gonna tell you one thing, uh, and this is games related. Uh, playing into the breach, a little bit ruined. Uh, tactics games for me because, uh, because yeah and I think that is far superior because that is the point of tactics because realistically like obviously it's a video game so I know you want to have a game game portion of it but if I am on the next block over with a gun there should be zero chance of missing every single time not even 99 not 98 it should be 100 every time and it's just like, and if your character is like a high enough level, even if there's just no cover, it should be a hundred percent. It just so just little things like that because now already I've been fucked by that, and it made me immediately go back to horrible XCOM PTSD. Uh, to play devil's advocate, uh, I like the percentage into the breach. They're robots, so they're super precise. But in Gears, not only are there humans, the guns jam in normal Gears 4 if you don't active reload correctly. So, yeah, but it's not it's never the gun jamming. It's the guy spraying fire like MacGruber around you from two feet away. So well, like MacGruber's also great. So It is. <laughs> it, that is one hundred percent correct. Um. Yeah. Uh, ramen flavors. Uh, I like ramen. I usually eat it like twice a week, just because a it's very cheap, and again, it is something I did buy 
some of uh, when you were like, when people were like, hey, we should stock up on stuff. Yeah, there's some of that shit I haven't touched because I got a lot of soup. I got some ramen. I got a lot of rice and I have not touched any of the rice at all. I have a I haven't got giant uh I have a whole giant cabinet full of quarantine food. I haven't touched any of it in case the shit ever gets even worse. I want to make sure I have like a month's supply of like canned shit in there just just in case. Yeah, that was part of it. I was like, well, let's load up the freezer, let's load up the cabinets with non-perishable stuff. But then I was like, how long do we wait before we actually um. Yeah, I don't know. Now my grocery situation. We got to get food tomorrow. I guess some grocery stores they're not even letting you. The Giant Eagle and Howe Avenue, like you can't go in. Yeah, you it's just to, a. Yeah, it's a distribution online, center pick for up. pickup, and I guess they're backing up the other, um, Giant Eagle and Supply just because it's busier. Oh, yeah, which kind of blows for me because I I was more used to the one on how. Um, not that it's a big deal, but you're even closer to the other better eagle, though. It's almost equidistant. Yeah, I would say in terms of traffic lights, you got to be closer to the how. <clears throat> Maybe not. Maybe it is. Oh, you said closer to the how. I'm sorry. Oh no, um, no, no! I said it wrong. Now that okay. now I said it wrong. Okay, that's what I was gonna say. I was like, I was like, I don't think that's the better one. But yeah, no, no, it isn't. Um, all right, yeah. I mean, I would go. My personal ramen, Rushmore, would be roast beef, Oriental beef, and shrimp. That's what I would say. I wouldn't even have chicken on mine. I would swap Oriental for chicken, and then my list is the same. Well, it'd be roast beef, um, spicy shrimp, chicken, and then regular beef. I'd probably go creamy chicken, picante beef, roast beef, shrimp. Oh, okay. Nice. I do like the picante beef. Nothing better than... A little Spanish spice in your Asian noodles. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I frequently make mine picante. Yeah, I mean, I put so much shit in, and I'm usually pretty heavy on the cayenne anyway, but... I actually don't usually dick around in the ramen. I usually have it uh, pretty uh, a la mode. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> but, um... Earlier today, we were going to make some chicken, but it appeared to have gone bad. I was going to put chicken into chicken ramen. Wait, and I was, Ryan, you don't put hot sauce in your ramen? Uh, that will be the usual like thing, that if I put anything in it, I will. But uh, a lot of times, I enjoy the ramen as is. And I do like no broth. And just flavor up those noodles with a little bit of... Get them a little wet. <laughs> I get wild with mine, but I do definitely also enjoy 
almost no broth. In fact, probably none by the time I'm done mixing it with all this the powders and shit. Mm-hmm. I believe that's called a la mode. I think you might be correct. I believe it's a ramen a la mode. Uh, I'll have spaghetti a la mode. Um, I have a lot of things a la mode. A la uh, mode. Now there's weird things that you can't get that like places like we don't have it. Uh, I went to get a frosty earlier and they were, they were like, oh, it's frosty with a cookie. And I'm like, all right, give me that frosty cookie business. And they're like, wait, I don't have the cookie. And I was just like, well, how is there a shortage on cookies right now? <laughs> I don't uh, understand. I will say that a lot of places have used this as an excuse to like, uh, we don't offer that service or we don't have that item. And it's like, well, that has nothing to do with this. But I understand. It was literally two things I went to get today. Uh, it was a, a frosty with a cookie, which I didn't go with the express purpose of picking that up, but I saw the sign and uh, tried to get one. And then the other one was I went to a root beer drive-in and I was like, let me get two diet root beers. And they're like, we don't have the diets. We just have the normal root beers. So I walked away without root beers because I am. Was it A&W? No, it's B and K, which is right next to my house. The one right by your house? Oh, yeah, that little yeah. podunk one? Yeah, that place is fucking bumping. Because people, people are all about it, apparently. They're all about not getting out of their car to get food. Sure, makes sense. Yeah. Oh, and uh, um, also, um, we forgot to report on this. Uh, the Travis Scott Fortnite concert. Um, oh yes, uh, thirteen thousand teens got pregnant at the Traffic Scott <laughs> Fortnite concert. Um, there was like twelve million, million people that watched that shit. <laughs> Did you guys watch it? Did you guys just look at a video of it? No, but I did see the advertisement it. for it in Fortnite. Not that I had Fortnite on, but John had Fortnite on while I was at his house. So. Yeah, it's uh, it's ridiculous. That's a ridiculous way to debut a song. Um, to have a Fortnite concert. Um, I mean, it's 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 like a ten minute long thing that they did, but they just animated him into a giant creature and uh yeah that was a thing that happened yeah that game continues to be fucking weird and bizarre and weird yeah what a fucking weird like from being a running joke on the giant bombcast fortnite really uh (laughs) it really took a turn once it actually came out yeah, man, and it's just like the just the we like they had that Marvel cross promotion where you played as Thanos. Then they had a Weezer Island. Um, I don't, I still don't, and I'm a person who played like a whole season of it. So, and I love usually battle royales, and I just like it is so weird to me that that caught on the way it did. Damn, that it's still relevant. I guess if I could 
glean one thing from it, it's that people, man, do people love uh, building shit between the success of that and Minecraft. Yeah. Uh, little kids love building shit. Oh, that's a game that's good. Isn't that Minecraft Dungeons game about to come out? That Diablo Minecraft game? Oh, I don't know. Pretty much if anything comes up and it's from Minecraft, I my mind glazes over. First one that I thought looked neat. Uh, because, yeah, yeah, because they, I... Uh... Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. I was going to say that I, I every... Uh... I consistently forget that Minecraft stories exist every time I'm listing yeah. Telltale games in my head. Like it usually takes someone else to be like, hey, remember? And I'm like, oh God. Yeah. The uh well the Minecraft Dungeons thing is just a it's like a top down Diablo game. Or isometric Diablo game. Right. Um but maybe that's all right. I don't know. I'm looking at it now and I'm like, well, this isn't as impressive as I remembered it looking at the reveal or whatever. Um, but yeah. I've never played anything Minecraft, so they've done this. Didn't they do one of those builders games? Or is that just a Dragon Quest thing? And then they did Telltale Garbage that turned into a TV show. Pee Herman. Uh, yeah, and now this. Who knows? All right, I think uh, I think we did it. I think we got it. Got it. Because uh, other than these uh, same things that everyone is thinking of when it comes to video games, what else is there? Maybe they'll drop a new need for speed, Gabe. I've been waiting for years, so hopefully. That's the well, only thing that's keeping me going. They've been coming out. They just have been awful. The Crew 3. Oh, man. The Crew. Deep 2. Coming at you this holiday. What about Need for Speed Hot Pursuit? Can we get another one of those? Wasn't that last one they made of those actually decent? The last Hot Pursuit or the last Need for Speed? The last Hopper suit. I know the last like 10 Need for Speeds have been bad. I don't know. They did a weird thing with Hopper suit where I swear to God they made, well, they made Hopper suit and Most Wanted. And then I think they'd released two games called Most Wanted, but Most Wanted was pretty close to Hopper suit. But I swear they did one of those annoying things that everyone does now where they like reused a title of a game. It's like, but hey, it's completely just, different. Yeah, we're just gonna call it this again. And it's like, I hate that. Please stop. Use any word ever to mark a difference between things. But no. yeah, like I'm, I'm trying to think. Like, it's really not an instance where I enjoy that. Like, I feel like God of War kind of got away with it because that game is so beloved. Yeah, yeah, that definitely. That definitely did. Or, or Spider-Man, because it's Spider... I mean, but when's the last time a Spider-Man game came out? Like, fucking years and years. Like, it was a, Spy, what, a Spider-Man 2 game. I don't even think there was a game released alongside Spider-Man 3. And if there was, it was no, so there awful. Was, there was a bunch of Spider-Man games. There was the um, Spider-Man Into the Shadows and the... Um, 
the one that had the Spider-Verse shit where you played as like Web of Shadows. There's there was two of them on the PS3 generation that were one of them. Yeah, they weren't just called Spider-Man. What's that? But they weren't just called Spider-Man. No, yeah. That's true. Like Resident Evil 2 remake. If they had just called it Resident Evil 2, like that's more annoying to me. Well, uh, technically, Spider-Man was entitled Marvel's Spider-Man. Well, there you go. Good point. Getting technical. Um, yeah. It's a it's a doo butt. It's a or Call, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. That's a pretty oh. stupid mm-hmm. one. It's like let's make this hard for everyone to Google now. Yeah, that was one that was getting made fun of from Jump Street, and I would fully concurred that that is not like, dude, you've had you've had eight of these. Don't be like we're reestablishing integrity. It's like fuck off, dude. Control is a terrible game to have to Google anything for too. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> I can only imagine. You'll Google like control power ups, like how to control your power up. You know, like it's just like that verb is your yeah that verb is used so much that like. If you search for something involving control, it's won't even be on the first page of Google results. Like, crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's due to poop. Oh, I was wrong. The uh, the Activision Blizzard sale. It is uh, a bunch of Call of Duties. It's Diablo, and then it's also the uh, CTR and the Crash trilogy and the Spyro trilogy. Oh, and that's everything. That is everything on this sale. By the way, I um, just wanted to hit you guys with a couple updates. Uh, first off, playing Gears Tactics, it just hit me with a are you enjoying this game? Rate it and let me know. Uh, which is throwing me off in a uh, first party PC game uh, that I'm not playing on my fucking phone. Oh, and if you hit escape on it, it just keeps repopping up. Nice. Uh, also, uh, just a, an update on the names of my nondescript soldiers. I just did. First off, the main character is named Gabe Diaz, so that's fine. I actually hate the name Gabe, but uh, whatever. Yeah, said um, what? Uh, Gabe Logan from uh, Siphon Filter, also another uh, lame Gabe. Uh, however, the grizzled old um, eye patched uh, other like name character I have is named Sid Redburn, so that's pretty good. Um. <laughs> But the girl, I I went into uh, combat this time. I actually lost a soldier because uh, another update to this game, it is fucking difficult. Um, that was after, like, after four retries, the best I could get was one death. Um, her name was Callie Cross with the call sign Acid. And then my mm-hmm. other soldier is Georgia Crow, uh, the call sign Rooster. There you so. go. Some name updates for. Uh... I tried a lot of uh, garbage phone games before I landed on these two. One was a uh, turn-based basketball game, a tactics basketball game. What was it called? And, uh, ugh, I'd have to look at my because I uninstalled it. Uh, <laughs> I'd have to look at the. God. That's fair. Yeah, I don't know. It was bad. It was really bad. It was way too like 
that like even dribbling had a mechanic and I was like this is too much this is not what I signed up for and then um I was hoop league tactics and then I tried MMA manager free edition and they were both uh pretty bad pretty bad maybe hoop league tactics is all right it's got good ratings um but yeah MMA manager well, left a lot to be desired. Also has good ratings, though. So maybe that the rating system means nothing. And then there was Untold RPG, which was a another text-based uh, RPG thing, and that was actually kind of okay. It was a sort of text-based adventure RPG. It seemed alright, um, but I gave up on it because I just uh, I decided reading would be a better choice. Reading a book. And so I uh, dismissed it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I play a stupid fucking mobile game sometimes when I'm watching a show. Like, I have a weird. I swear, I'm not one of those people. It's like I got OCD, but I do have some weird compartmentalization in my mind about how things work. So there's shows that like I have to pay attention to that I don't do something while I'm like watching. So yeah. like, um. And it's not even, sh- but like, it's usually shows that I haven't seen before. So like when I'm watching Bob's Burgers or Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I haven't seen through all of them. So I'm, I pay it like focus on them fully. But like if I, like I'm rewatching through Psych or if I'm watching like um, certain shows like, uh, oh, like Unsolved Mysteries, like, eh, I, I can like half-ass pay attention to them and get everything I need to get out of it. So then sometimes I'll either play my PC or like I play a stupid little fucking phone game called bit life that's like just a dumb life simulator but i don't know something to do that, that one black... i'm not playing threes yeah get that black desert just join I very well might this filth mindless trash town yep um i'd like to get the uh because i'm playing as a lady the bikini uh and then slightly uh, skimpy cloth over it. Uh, yeah, outfit the cloth bikini combo, but that's that's premium. I'd have to I'd have to shell out like thirty bucks. <laughs> you, you'd have to pay money that you went to work and spent life hours of your life on to get that. Yeah, to watch a uh, a computer woman uh, bound around in a uh, in really uh, a large t-shirt that slit all the way down like a dress with uh underoos underneath um which doesn't sound that bad when i put it that way but uh right it actually it, sounds like it's worth all any amount of money that it's a, it's maybe 10 times more than the amount i would pay <laughs> um, um yeah man if that if that was 3.99 i would consider it but uh Hey, what twenty nine ninety nine, and then I have some premium currency left over. What? So I could buy a outfit for my puppy. You get pets, by the way. I have a puppy, and uh, okay, it's beautiful. You could get a you could get a penguin for a pet. It's great. We got to get off this podcast. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that'll do it for this week. And uh, in the meantime. Eat your ramen with a wink and a kiss. And a I bucket like full of sweat. Oh, I feel that bowl oh, of ramen sweat. up with sweat. Sweat on my noodle. Oh.
Oh, Flex!